So thank you for coming. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the, the koala bear. Let's get into that to make sure that we, we square this away. I'm pretty sure it's the koala bear sleeps 23 hours a day because I remember being there and at the zoo and they were like, who wants to hold the koala bear? And I'm pushing children down because <laughs> I really want to hold a koala bear. Yep. I mean, how many, I mean, think of all the other things in my life I've done. I could care less about if I'm holding a koala bear games accomplishments awards marriage i don't care i want to hold a koala bear that's what i'm going to remember <laughs> but I remember they were like well we can only do it once because this and i'm pretty sure that's when like it sleeps 23 hours a day what and zoo were you at that you got that offer and how do i go there san diego i believe ah, is there where it I is was. that's because san diego zoo is just right better. it's the best thing like in the world. it's not like i'm from akron the akron zoo is very similar to like the akron police department it's just it's just that with like it's dangerous and there's animals like it's just you know it's not really but the san, the san diego zoo is legit i always felt that way like i thought the cleveland zoo was the coolest thing ever because i i like the cleveland, cleveland like zoo. it's great yeah did you see the news thing recently about the wolves that escaped there were just oh, loose wolves yeah. at the zoo recently yeah. and like why does fuck i'm a, <laughs> and that was what i was trying to not do okay you're um, allowed, you're allowed. why it's does okay. nothing cool like i mean obviously a wolf is cool but why does nothing like why aren't they just like a giraffe escaped oh, yeah. well mainly because giraffes are sitting there like basically with like a hand railing holding them in and they're just cool <laughs> being there mm-hmm. but like if someone's like a giraffe escaped it's like i i want to join that search party i want to help I want to befriend that. Like, I, I want a giraffe to walk down bunts. I can't imagine <laughs> that's a very long search party, though. No. Like, wolves no. are, like, looking for a stray dog, which we've all done at some point in our life, and it's yes. a nightmare. I found, we, I think we had a coyote here recently, <laughs> where my neighbor came over and was like, hey, you have two dogs, and one of them's kind of stupid. <laughs> so you may want to keep it inside, because we just saw a coyote go down the street. And that, I was like, wow, that's crazy. But again, nothing, nothing cool. Like, a koala bear doesn't just get loose and is hanging out in my yard. Yeah. But I also remember the panda bear one, too, because this always mm. happens to me. Someone will always say, because panda bears, they look like, you know, cartoon characters. But somebody in the panda bear line will always say, so can, like, you, like, hold the panda bear? <laughs> and every single time that you can tell, like, the person working at the zoo just gets so annoyed. Because they're like, no, it's still a bear, you idiot. Like, it'll... <laughs> still yeah. people. Like, I mean, eats its own snow children. leopards look cool. They're still leopards. You know, like, you don't pet them. Like, why do you think that this that this bear is like just decided? No, pick me up. <laughs> and that's when you realize as an adult that you're like, oh, I thought I was a patient person, but I would never tolerate no, a question actually, like that. No, I would never be able you, to. You, when you get older, you get you you almost get more patient and then more impatient. Um, you get <laughs> patient because you're like, hey man, that happened. Like, I think you get more patient at work because you understand it. Like, especially now, everyone's had to become more patient the last two years. Oh my God. You know, yeah. at work, hiring people, at restaurants. I am I worked in restaurants for three years, waiting tables, bartending. I get it, man. I don't care if my food takes longer. I get it. I yeah. really, really right. do. It's just in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. But I would punch that panda person. <laughs> Hands down. Because I'm just like, you sh- you're old enough. You Like, if your son said that, it'd be adorable. You're 43. You should know that you shouldn't try to pick up a bear at this point. Yeah, I'm actually amazed you've made it this far. <laughs> it's a shocking turn of events. Like, just, like, how'd I'm, you get here? Like, yeah, that's what I mean. This moment how have you life? not hugged a shark and died? You've gotten farther in life than you should have. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. 
Yeah, the, the, there are a couple like you know when you think and about the people, survival of the fittest, that guy's been yeah. just skating by. Yeah, that, and that, that that person votes. Oh, mm. Probably for a panda bear. Probably. He's like, I'm <laughs> voting. I'm in. voting for panda hugging rights. That's all that guy cares about. <laughs> that guy doesn't know anything what's going. He's the kind of guy that's at a protest and has no idea why he's there. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's like, my friend told me to come. Why? Immigrants. What are they doing? Immigrating. They're, they're... Like that guy doesn't know why he's there. Yeah. But somehow has made it this far in life. Yeah. Shocking. But he's probably a vice president somewhere. No uh. offense to you guys. You're pretty high up. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, scary thought. Scary thought. Also accurate because I've been in the workforce for a long time and met some dummies. <laughs> but obviously that's not the case at Shape Cleveland. Thanks for coming in. I do appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. You're coming from. I mean, Thanks you're, for having I mean, us. you're like. <laughs> I, mean, I could throw a baseball your and hit your right, house. Yeah, I could have walked. <laughs> you need to pack a lunch and fill your gas tank. Yeah, up. no, it's true. It's a. You chose the I, east side, I man. I took a flight here. I... <laughs> oh, and you're the east side too. Like I, I don't know if it's the same way on the east side, but like even like my wife and I, when we're like, you want to go to Beachwood? We're like, oh my god! Like we think it's so far, and I don't. It's like 15 minutes. It's right. not that yeah. far, but we act like we're like. Oh. It's like a day I trip. I mean, who's going to take care of the dogs? We're going to yeah. be gone like two hours. <laughs> right. But we make it out like it's, it's very far. I don't know if you have a similar view of the west side. Uh, mostly Akron. The west side's fine because that's where all the food is. Because yeah. the east side chose not to have restaurants. But um, heading out to Akron is just like, all right, should I, do I have enough gas in my car? Do I, <laughs> do I really need to go? Yeah, well, I'm from there, and I've done that drive a lot of times, so I should have that thought, but I don't. I actually think Akron is closer, even though I am well aware as I'm finishing the sentence, Akron is farther, <laughs> but because I've done that drive thousands of times. So from Akron, I went to John Carroll, live up here, so I go down and see my. I was there two weeks ago for Akron Pride. I know exactly how far it is, but uh, yeah, I still think it's easier to get to than Beachwood. That's so funny. Yeah, well, I feel like now because I come out to the east side because you're in Lyndhurst, Pat, and I'll come out for like. You know, we've got work stuff. We've got equipments all stored with him or whatever. And I'll be like, well, I got to make a day of it. Like, I'm not just coming out to yeah, help I'm... you for an hour. It's like, so what are we doing? <laughs> like, I'm day. not, <laughs> I got to make this I'll work help you, my but travel. I need something else yeah. other than just helping you exactly. to make me leave. Yeah, you're like, swing by. I'm like, okay, just as far. <laughs> I'll be like, you could just drop something off on my porch. And you're like, do I get to see I'm anyone? Coming... Like, what's It might be happening? your delivery because if you exactly. told me that, it would make, you can't say swing by when he's yeah. that far away. <laughs> I, I... I'm coming from 30 minutes past my house in the opposite direction, but I'll just swing, you know, a good 45. Out like, if you're side. in the area, like, I'm never in the area. <laughs> yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Now you're always in the area. Like, yeah. you've made it. You've just, you've come out here enough that I'm like, Pat's going to come to the west side. Well, that's, that's your that's fault. Nice. Yes. My strategy. And this is what I wanted. Finger pointing. Yeah. <laughs> that is the cornerstone of any good, strong, longevity company is, is finger pointing. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's comes from being friends for almost 10 years, too. So Okay. Yeah. yeah. But Went yeah. into business together as friends. Good. For, that's actually not a bad idea. Is it? But let's... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> great, I've never, great thought, maybe. Oh, I don't know. I've never done it. Uh, it just sounds like the right thing to say. I, yeah, I hope so. It I didn't want to be, be like, so far so good. I, mean, I want to be like, you have three more years tops. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're well, done. You'll never look each other in the eye again. Well, let's, all right. Well, well actually, let's, so you, you two both started Shape Cleveland. Yes. yes. Okay. So, and please introduce yourselves because I, even though I'm confident I can say your names, I've messed very easy names up in the past. Oh, yeah. So please Don't, introduce yourself. Trust me. You're, I'm with you there. 
Uh, well, I, I'm Patrick Fenner. Um, yeah, you would think that I would get that, but yeah, it's okay. I've had no. past experiences where I messed up an easy name. Oh, I know. So, uh, no, I hate reading. Fear readings. is a powerful force. Yes, it, it drives so my is, life. So is reading or the ability to have that. Like reading someone's name for the first time in front of that person is probably the most scary up the situation you could ever be in. Yeah, and I, again, I was super. That's four syllables. Yeah, I feel like the panda guy. Like I feel like I could have done that, <laughs> well, but yeah. I had. I had Rachel from Shore Society come on. She had a last name of three people I know who had the exact same last name growing up with. I'm like, nailed this. And she's like, actually, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I did it again. <laughs> yeah. But no, the, I true. got the name wrong. And it was one that I'm like, well, you're the, um, whatever. It's just the, the dumb luck. She was the one person that pronounced it differently. She might have been lying. I don't know. But Well, I'm also terrible with names. Uh, Delaney will attest to this. Uh, especially terrible with remembering them. That's just um, So, yeah, because my, my other job is I'm a teacher, and I need to say people's name all the time. And uh-huh. it is pretty stressful first day. I'm just like, hey, why don't you just say your name? Just say it. I don't have to take, say it out loud. You should say it out loud, and then we'll but go that, from there. You know, but you can use that as a, let's get to know each other. Stand oh, I try. Up and, yeah. But they all gave me nicknames this year. They were just like, hey, just call me Ty. Like, my name's Anthony. Like, oh, okay. Like, no. My, no. Name is, my name is Isabella, but call me Zen. But she no. didn't say her first name. She just said, call me Zen. I'm like, oh, all right, well, I guess I'll I mean, that's figure e- you out that's late. That's easy enough until it comes time to mark attendance and grade their paper. You're like, who the hell is this kid? Oh, bold of you to assume Pat's grading papers. All right. Okay. Um, All right. So um, we'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Patrick Fenner, you go by Patrick or Pat? Pat's fine. Pat's fine. Yeah. All right. See, look at that. I would have yeah. messed it up twice. Delaney, you're up. Uh, Delaney Canfield. I'm the managing director at Shape. All right. Well, thank you again for coming in. You were Absolutely. a recommendation. So uh, I get a lot of uh, referrals from here, which is really nice for me because it makes my job a lot easier. But uh, yeah, Haley from the Cleveland Bucket List, who's been good friend multiple time guest she's like this is who you got to talk to and i've always wanted to talk to like a, a cleveland-based company but you know sometimes I, i'm i'm sometimes unsure of them sure mm. you know very much unsure of them as far as like you know what they're doing who they've worked with right. or yeah. is it legit i have a lot of i mean sometimes like people will reach out all the time and say i'd love to come on like startups have been like i would love to talk to a startup but then they tell me what they do and i'm like that's right. not good. Well, sometimes we get a, an email and says, hey, you want to come in my basement and talk to me? And here we are. Yep. So I trust. So we both have things to deal with. Right. Yep, right. Exactly. That's why I'm hoping people just go to the Instagram page. You'd be like, there's people on here you probably know. Right. It's safe-ish. Right. I did a scroll through the Spotify and I was like, okay, we know some people who've been on here. This is I, You know, my very first, the very first female guest that I had on here. Before, like, it really, before I, it kind of started taking off, my friend Savannah, she runs Social Pause. And God bless her. And I also judge her because I ran into her at uh, Terrestrial Brewing and asked her, I was like, what do you do? She told me, like, you should come on the podcast. She's like, yeah. And I sent her this email, like, it's here, it's here, it's in my basement. She's like, see you then. <laughs> I'm like, huh? no, like, no follow ups? I waved 40 red flags in front of you and you didn't acknowledge no, one of them. Nothing. Shocking. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's in my basement. It's pretty, It's there's only one way in and one way out. Yeah. Um, It's concrete. I have two dogs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I don't really have much of a, a you know, a resume to, that you can check on me. So I'll see you at six. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was kind of our, like, initial year of having interns with our organization. Oh, yeah. It was just like we were operating out of Pat's house. And it was like, hey. How, how long? I'm sorry. 2017 was our official. We got our 501c3. Legally, yeah. yeah nice, legal status. Nice. So the, the work up to that was a little bit longer. But Because um, yeah. though we are a business, we're also a nonprofit. So we had to file and wait before we could actually get our nonprofit status. Sure. So we were already operating 
for almost a year prior to being granted. Which our... is legally allowed. Correct. <laughs> makes it sound shady when you're like we were operating uh, yeah, like, you're, yeah, under the table for a little out bit there, and, you know. yeah you're giving helping, my listeners way too much the, credit <laughs> that they're like i don't think that's legal i don't think yeah. that's allowed uh, how do they help the community we've said actual felonies on here that people are like makes sense yeah no. that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> that's allowed for sure so five i mean you're i mean 2017 i mean the grand scheme of things you're still kind of an infant of a company absolutely yeah i mean that's really i mean the first two years are relatively rough and not rough in terms of it's not that you're trying to find your footing it's trying to find your client base trying yeah. to get your name out yeah. there you know really trying to set yourself apart for sure uh and then you know as soon as of course you know things start going well then boom 2020 they're like hey yeah. i know you're just getting started why don't you take about a nine-month break? <laughs> exactly. Well, it was crazy for us because our first couple years, I was finishing up my undergraduate degree at Cleveland State. Okay. So I was studying nonprofit administration. And then I got my bachelor's, uh, graduated in 2019. And so uh, unexpectedly kind of fell into a master's program as well. So finished my bachelor's, immediately went into my master's for a year and um, graduated with that in 2020. And so it was my first year being full-time. And okay. we were like, well, this is terrible planning and we have no <laughs> idea what to do. And we got super lucky because of our relationship with the Cleveland School District. Okay. Um, we did that year, we live streamed every single Cleveland School high school graduation. Um, oh, wow. So they did cool. drive through graduations. We set up for like four days at two locations, did <clears> this whole thing. And it saved our 2020. Like, it's crazy. We, I can't imagine how things would have gone if that opportunity had not been you know, there. It, we've had a couple on here that have really, uh, like we've had people that have started like, you know, November, 2019. Yeah. Like, like different, re- yeah. I mean, restaurants, especially. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, uh, Casey at cloak and dagger, they started, I mean, right before the pandemic. Right. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, it's crazy. Gotta, and we, some of them yeah. really lucked out community and then relationships helped a lot of well, them through it. And prior to the Cleveland schools, I mean, what a real start was uh, Stephanie at the Cleveland Flea. We met her at an event that was just oh, like... Oh, Stephanie Sheldon. Okay. Yep, yeah. Stephanie Sheldon. So it was a Doers and Dreamers event that my cousin was like, hey, you should check this out. And Delaney and I went and we were like, hey, can we maybe, you know, be at a flea or something? And she's like, if you help us with the video, you can just be at all of them. And we're like, oh, what oh, does okay. this mean? How do we use this to our advantage? And what it was is we were able to have a tent and we were able to have a space and we promoted ourselves. And while it wasn't necessarily the um, customer finding entity for ourselves, if you will, we were able to get some funding by sponsoring the bar at the flea. We were the beneficiary of being able to uh, help them run a bar because you need a nonprofit to help get the temporary liquor licensing. And so that funding really allowed us to keep this going as a, more than a hobby, less than a career at the time, because Delaney was committed to school. I had a day job, and we were just trying to find our clients and get our footing. And, you know, thankfully, video production and photography is a service that you can kind of offer for free or next to free at the beginning because everyone needs it. And then we were able to turn that into actually finding clients and starting to charge those people for said services. Yeah. In in terms of the the bar at the flea, I feel like I also played a big part in that. You did. Yeah, yeah I was about 20. Thank you so much for supporting 15 us. 15 for 20% of the, the yearly revenue. I love that. Um, much appreciated. Yeah, I always dug that. That and the progy lady. That, that was the first yeah, thing Yeah, we didn't I get any to. proceeds from her, but she's but doing all man, right. But, man, did we support her. We I'll supported what, her. Man, as soon as I walked into that flea, the first thing I did was I, I got myself a mule, a beer, or both. And then I went and, I, I, and I'm like, why do they keep moving the pierogi lady? I can't find her. Yeah, I know she's here because she's amazing. It's like and the it's, milk it's usually the, the largest the line. Exactly. Store. They had yeah. the milk, so you have to go through the whole place. So that's it. She put the pierogies. Smart. So, yeah. It was really, really smart. Man. 
Yeah. Big fan. That's still to this day. I think it's one of the best just quick snacks I've had in the since since I moved up here. The pierogi lady. Amazing. And she, like any event you go to. She's, she's there. It's there. astonishing. Yeah. I think and she, it makes she's me so happy. There. I'm just assuming she's a triplet and that they're just all over. I, she's like a ghost. <laughs> like like she's been haunting, but in a good way. Right. Every oh, yeah. event I go the to. The spirits of pierogies yeah, are at every event. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And she's just like, here you go. I made this in like three minutes. I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Right. And I'm eating it standing up and I'm having an amazing time. <laughs> She's great. I do up. a big, big, big fan of her. I do miss. I haven't been to an event in a long time where she was at, so I got. I have to. I'm just got to drag her down. Yeah. Um. So I. So that's good to hear. And I've heard very similar things about not necessarily challenging, but obviously everyone has to pivot during that time. But let's go back 2017. So sure. what what kind of gets shape off the ground? Like where's the the idea from it? How does it go from an idea to to actual something that you put in motion? So incarnation is is my day job is a high school career and technical education teacher. So my job is to take potential you know students that are interested in making photography or videography a career, and then do my best to say this is a good or a bad idea. Um, but with that, we I was seeing a need for these opportunities that the students were finding to not knowing what that next step might be like, and so. Myself, Delaney, and a couple of, the, of our, our peers were like trying to actually see if we could create something like that. Because Cleveland had been growing as a film community. I mean, it was it, the Avengers started, I think, the most public awareness of Cleveland being a film community. But we had been prior to that. I mean, there was a Spider-Man filmed here and there was tons of other movies that have been done. But we were trying to see if we could maybe be a gap between what students are doing in high school and in college and being an outside of a curriculum-based education resource so we wanted to do what we love doing filming things show taking photographs of stuff and then bring people along with us and show that it can that you can be educated in cleveland you can stay in cleveland you can work in cleveland i uh i like that i like that especially the the, the cleveland film aspect of it uh mike uh went who he had actually came on too uh i was actually talking to him today uh you know he's kind of uh it, it's so funny meeting him and knowing him He's just the most unassuming guy, and then you find out they contacted him to film the Avengers here. Right, right. And he, and it's just, but you just wouldn't know that. And he, he talked a lot about that, about the yeah. Cleveland film industry, the Cleveland film kind of community, and really trying to build that up because it's turned into something where you no longer have to, or at least it's moving more toward. California, New York, you don't have to go there to make movies anymore. No, right? they don't, don't want to. No, it's too expensive. Exactly. And they're finding out places like Cleveland are way easier to do it. Way, yeah. it's just, it's and much, much better. And super enthusiastic about it. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. when movies come here, people are so excited. And, like, Cleveland, every... Cleveland's that city. Cleveland's exactly. one of those cities. You know, it's... Cleveland, there's cities like Cleveland and Philly and, and, and Boston that they're so psyched when their city is, because they just, they get behind their city. Right. It's so fun to this day to watch, like... Captain America Winter Soldier that was filmed here and to be like that's Heinen's like that you know like I can see I can see my dorm in the background I'm like I lived there like it's it's the coolest thing yeah I just love you watching Avengers and you're like oh my god Heinen's it's so annoying watching it with her she's always pointing out Heinen's in all the movies it's they're like this is a terrifying base for Hydra and I'm like that's the grocery store no that's where I get my spinach yeah and I lived downtown for two years I was like man this is so weird it was so fun that's hilarious but it's the scale of it and so yeah. when we kind of had this initial idea, we're like, how do we make this thing? And realistically, it made the most sense to be a nonprofit because yeah. 
we wanted people to come along for the ride and just starting a business, the businesses are so self-serving. And while a nonprofit needs to make money to operate, it, it didn't, we tried to create something that wasn't entirely self-serving. It was yeah. beyond that. So Yeah, I mean, our whole goal has always been education because as somebody who I had started off as a film major at Cleveland State and ended up switching my major because I was already working in film and I saw how kind of hard it was to enter the freelance community. And I was like, man, this is intimidating. Like oh, yeah. everyone knows everybody already. Like how do I get my foot in the door and that kind of thing. And we really wanted to be like, all right, let's break down these barriers. Like let's figure out a way to make it an inviting place for people to enter and be a part of because it can be really scary. Walking on a set for the first time is terrifying. Creative gigs are, are kind of clicky and not necessarily in a negative way, no. but, but you don't, you know, it, it's kind of like knowing somebody kind of getting in and then yeah. it's a sub community, e even if everyone is super welcoming and I've heard 95% of the time in right. the Cleveland area in these creative film spaces, they are very, very welcoming. Yeah. Um, but it's still scary. You know, it, it's still, even if it's something you want to do, you know, you, it's just it's something that you spend. Creative's harder because it's something that you really, really like and you really want it to go well. Exactly. The passion absolutely needed to be there because when, when it first started, we had a couple other people involved and it just was struggling. And it was struggling because the people, the, the, the people that were the most motivated were Delaney and I. The people that were kind of around us that had the idea we're great people, but they just didn't have the same passion that we did. And so we kind of looked at each other and we're like, do you want to do this? She's like, yes. And I'm like, well, you said. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. To me, I was like, I got nothing to lose. Like, I'm in college. Oh, I thought you immediately went to like, you're like 60-40. You, you went to the <laughs> let's, financial let's split <laughs> immediately. No, um, my brain has, it's funny because like my brain has never been that way. He's always like financials, money, all that stuff. And I'm like, I'm just here to work. I don't like it's, think I don't think about that kind of stuff well, yet. But the, that, she helps me not spend it too, though. That the only way she thinks about money is when she's watching me spend it or preventing me from spending it. Pat will get this look in, a, in his eye of like, so I had a thought. I'm like, no. How much does it cost? He's like, so I had a thought. I'm like, tell me how much this is gonna cost us. And he's like, ten bucks. Like, I'm talking about lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, it, it only dawned on me until now that I could just lie and say it costs less than it really does. And okay, you, you... I have our bank account information. <laughs> I'm not that oblivious. And, and, I, and I can tell you from a personal and a business standpoint, lying's usually the best way to go. That's what I was. That's, that's what not I, the advice I, my, he needs to hear. My undergraduate is a business degree. That's that was that's what I learned. It's on my diploma. Um, lying, my yeah. minor in lying. <laughs> lying. <laughs> but that, that, that's a but that's a good. Is that a good kind of dichotomy between you two? I, I believe so. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's, look, we, we started. In, in the three years you have left. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. We're really on the on the tank right now. We're heading downhill, so who yeah. knows? We you know, we started as friends, and it was like this, this like, hey, there's this opportunity. And what I will say to, to her, and I, I've said it only a couple of times, but she's helped me actualize a dream of mine, was to start something that was of, of my own or our own or whatever creation. I've always wanted something. I, 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 yes, I have a day job and I've always known a day job would exist, but, but I wanted to be able to create something and carve a pathway for whatever. It was always something in me. And I know a lot of people have that and I get that and I can respect that too. But, but I was always like almost claustrophobic in the idea of doing one thing for one person for my entire life. Sure. And, yeah. and so when, when, when Delaney was like game for doing this, this starting this company and we like, signed documents and sent them to a lawyer and said, now we're, you know, a, a nonprofit corporation. It was like, this is a thing. And how do we make this a thing? And the beauty is, is that it didn't need to turn a profit right away 
because we didn't have lights to keep on. Because uh, the lights were yeah. my own lights that I was already using because the office was in my house. Right. Um, Delaney, it didn't take away from her schooling. She was able to, you know, this was a night and weekend or whatever type ordeal. And, and, and we were able to grow it at a pacing that worked mostly for her only because her availability was was key because she's been key to this this thing because I do have the day job and the day job is is great because it's a wonderful job I, I'm, I'm a high school teacher with you know like as I mentioned um, and I have these these anxious and excited students that uh, that applied to be part of a program you know you already have people that want to be there and that's so wonderful um, and so I was able to leverage that to not need me to pull anything from the company for several years treat it like a startup but not a startup where i'm starving at the same time like mm -hmm. these courageous you know small business owners that just like max out their credit cards and sell their home and live in yeah. their car i have so much respect for that we were able to like you know getting into the cold water just like oh this is really let's see how this goes and 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 um and so when when we were able, found this this pathway and found this this you know, going to the flea and then going, we had opportunities with the Cleveland Clinic through Velisano. We had opportunities through these, some of these big people that I was just gonna like, say, we really went from like zero to a hundred in terms of clients. It's size. crazy how that yeah. happens sometimes. Cleveland Clinic was yeah. like one of our first clients. We're like, should we be doing this? Yeah. Like, are we allowed to have them like, as a client? That seems like a we, big deal. We received a check and it said from Cleveland Clinic. And I was like, <laughs> like all right. Who signed this? That's so funny. Like when you're it in the terrifying. meeting and they're just like, we're going to go with you. And you're like, Really? Really? Why? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Sure. Like, all right. And no one else apply? Yeah. Cool. Right. I got I you. Still that, feel that you, way. You said that, that way out loud. I job. recorded it. <laughs> but that also might be because of, like, like you mentioned, you know, you're doing it kind of as a side, but you, it doesn't, I think, when you guys talk about it or when you probably present it as the clients, it doesn't sound like a side gig or starting as a side sure. gig. Yeah. Because you're talking about the things that you like and not just that, the things that you already know how to do. Right. So, right. I mean, if, if someone were to come up to you and say, you know, hey, I want to start this, how do you do it? If it's something that you already have kind of expertise in, whether it be experience, teaching, experience, education, whatever it might be, you already have a wealth of that. Right. So a lot of things maybe aren't that, aren't difficult for you. You know what I mean? Sure. And you're into it. That comes yeah. off different to people. Right. The enthusiasm, I think, is really important. It was funny. I, I had a friend uh, contact me the other day. She's got um, a business, uh, Woman Up. They've done like two summer social events. And she was like, you know, we're thinking about actually being a nonprofit instead of an LLC. She's like, I'd love to talk to you about starting a nonprofit. And I was like, whoa, I did that. I like, That's it's great. like crazy to like, I think back and I'm like, man. I also was at a point where I didn't know what I was doing and now I can like pretty confidently give you advice on like how this formation goes because when you go yeah. to school for nonprofit administration they don't like teach you how to start one cuz they don't really expect you to do that. They're like yeah. we're going to teach you how to work for one. They teach you how to work for one that's like 8 years in. Exactly. Well, <laughs> we we actually went to a meeting of like how to start a nonprofit over at the BVU and the yeah. first meeting was like should you start a nonprofit and we looked at each other like I don't know. Like, we thought so. But, <laughs> Maybe not. Um, I don't know. But one thing that's cool is Cleveland is the second largest philanthropic city in the country. It, it is. You know, th that's – there are some very weird Cleveland facts. Oh, yeah. And that is a true one. Yeah. yeah. The other one is – and this always kind of – people just forget about this. It's not related to this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Is the uh, – outside of, I think, New York, it's the largest uh, – like Playhouse Square. Theater, yeah. theater district. Theater district. Second, second largest yep. in the country. Yep. Cleveland has a lot of things like that that people just don't know about. Right. They're all just walking around Our, hammered. Right. Just, well, maybe it's just me. But, <laughs> but well, like, like things like that. Our yeah. world-class museum is free. 
Go to Chicago. Go to New York. Find a free museum that they don't charge admission for. Exist. You can yeah. walk into. You just high five security on your way in, and you're just like in there looking at you know chainmail and knights and whatever. And you Picasso. So and you go to Chicago, and you're like, hey, you gotta go through that metal detector. Like, oh it's man, it's so this- awesome too. I love that we have that. So those resources were yeah. very helpful. Right. And I think kind of going back to that, I think that's one of the other things that we, it kind of helps us with our, our business approach and also our, our, you know, approach with having our interns is that we are such Cleveland enthusiasts at the same time. Like it's... Again, another aspect, yeah. Yeah. It just plays such a big part. You know, it was funny. We, um, on, on top of having shape also because of Pat, we um, work for slash run a concert photography website called Cleave Rock. Um, Pat started it back when he was in high school, and I started working for it a number of years ago. And it's not like we're not making money doing it. We're just going to concerts and photographing them. But we were at the 21 Pilots concert the other day, um, which was super cool. They're awesome. I loved them. Um, and they made this whole thing. They're like, you know, people always say that we're like just two dudes from Ohio who like, made like made our dream happen and they're like we made our dream happen in ohio like we didn't leave we didn't go like we still live here we are still proud to be from here and that was super important to us yeah and being like you guys don't have to go to new york and la to do this like no stay in cleveland you can work in film you can be successful in film and do all that it's really cool the last decade has really i think kind of shown everyone that yeah and it's actually proven i think when I think about anything on the, the, the creative side, music, anything like that, especially now because how easy it is to access things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, with streaming and with, you know, like uh, social media, you don't have to anymore. Right. Like, right. I mean, I mean, there, I had someone on here last week. I mean, he lives like a mile from here. He has 500,000 followers on TikTok. That's just, it's, you can do that yeah. now. Right. You know, it's it's just as long as it's good and talented and you like what you're doing, that comes out. It does. But it's also taking yourself seriously, which can be hard. Because when you're at the beginning Tell me about you're it. <laughs> 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 preaching um, to the choir here, man. But, <laughs> but 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 you know, it's if you approach something with a certain level of intent, it's going to come off to other people as well. You know, we're, we're, we're naturally superficial people, and so we judge things very quickly. But if you are showing elements of passion or elements of thoughtfulness or elements of intentionalness, then people will see that and it, it com- conveys. You know, uh, we mentioned earlier to, before we start recording with with Amy Mucha. Well, her husband is our board president and he runs a design company oh, called yeah. Each and Every. And him and I, we had a, a part-time job together where we became really good friends by equally disliking that job. And they helped not just name shape, when we, but it, it was a brainchild of like Delaney, myself, and all those people were like doing word association and all these different things to like create this, this, what, what this entity, what it could become. And they completely branded us. Mm-hmm. And so we had business cards on a website. And before we launched our social media, before we told people we existed, we had everything sort of situated so that when we took ourselves seriously, others could do it as well yeah and so it was stephanie i remember we handed her a business card and our business cards were designed to be the thickest business cards i'll give you one um that that we've oh, ever please do i'm gonna post it right up there with <laughs> yeah. other stuff that people give me <laughs> <laughs> so so here here's here's, here's one nice Damn, catch. It's like a frisbee right it's because <laughs> it's such a it thick card really Damn. Nicely. yeah and I could so, pick a lock with this so there you go you could <laughs> So Steph said when we left that car behind, she's like, nobody who doesn't take themselves seriously will have a card that thick. And we were like, that was the only $200 in our bank account that was spent right. to print those we spent Is that how much just one card was? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. They're expensive, but... It's so, like adamantium. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lost leader. Like, we think that it'll 
return uh, eventually. But <laughs> but the point was is that that allowed us to have this frontward facing persona yeah. of seriousness because that's why you know someone like the clinic or right. Kent State or these people that were taking us like they didn't know we were working out of our home. You know, like the, the the my favorite example is Dave Grohl with the Foo Fighters. He named the Foo Fighters because it was plural, because he didn't want people to know that it was just him playing all the instruments. Yeah, and that was kind of what we did. We like, we were the we were our own version of that because people didn't need to know we were working on a kitchen table and like you know foldable chairs, um, but also creating a, a high quality product because right. that's not where we are today. Yeah, we we have an office. We yeah, um, and so. That's the beauty, particularly of this industry, but also people who are passionate about something and people make it happen when when they are. And we're very fortunate. I've been very fortunate to be surround myself with very bright, intelligent people that help me do these things. And one of them's over there. Yeah, I do the opposite. I surround myself with idiots. Fair. Uh, just <laughs> that makes you the it, smartest guy in the room. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. You picked up on that right Absolutely. away, and that's why you guys work. But the, <laughs> I um, didn't pick up on that. It's, so. it's, it's, it, but it is. I think it's important to mention again. When people hear five years, people are like, five, that's a long time. It's not. It really is not. No. I don't think in the business realm it is not. Most companies fizzle out probably within the first 18 months because it's just so hard to kind of make a name. Now, I think what you guys did is what I think is becoming more of the norm is not maxing out five credit cards to start a business. You started off as a side nights and weekends yeah. and then build yourself up. That's probably the only way to do it at this point. Yeah. Um. And then uh, I do really want to – when he threw this card at me, guys, um, <laughs> I, it came directly to me. It might as well have been like a like a softball. It's very <laughs> thick and heavy. It came directly to me. Also, Delaney took her shoes off, so she's very comfortable, and I, I, I really appreciate that. Of course. I, I really had to, I, I'm good at making myself cozy no, in no, like no, whatever I'm glad, situation I, I can. I, it just dawned on me that I'm barefoot right now. <laughs> wearing shoes. You can take your shoes off. I don't well, care. Well, I also, I mean, I had to show off my Cleveland tattoo, so that's what is, well, what is I've got is the, the skyline. Sky yeah. Check you out. I was 18 and was like, I'm going to get a tattoo, and I got Cleveland. <laughs> that's the way to go. Exactly. Um. I just I just noticed it because I looked at it and I saw that your foot was on my chair and I was like, did she put her dirty shoes on my chair? <laughs> but then you took your shoes off. First and of all, these are team. also new shoes, so I did not put my dirty shoe on are your Are those chair. clogs? I would call them loafers. Okay. Clogettes. Just because I've been learning a lot of like terminology, like my wife just bought clogs. Hmm. So wood- I also am aware of what a romper and culottes are. Wow, yeah. I love that for you. I've, yeah, I've learned a lot from Delaney. My, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, yeah, I would I would call these loafers because they're more like leathery. My sister, however, is a very big advocate for clogs because mm-hmm. um, they're very comfortable and practical. And she's a social worker, so she's out and about all the time. And one time we were waiting in line to go into uh, like dive bar or something. And some girl just came up to her and was like, Oh my god, I love those shoes. Are you a nurse? My sister was like, "We have to leave. <laughs> I can't be here anymore." I she thought I was cool. Shoes. I thought I was cool. <laughs> Turns out I'm not. We gotta go home. <laughs> I can't be here. You know what? And let's not discount that girl. Might have been a bitch. So <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say she might have been drunk, but you went straight for. A, if you were at dive bitch. bar, hey. she was drunk. Yeah, no one, no one, no one goes to dive bar for a cocktail and then goes home. Plus, you could be both. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. They're, those usually walk hand in hand. They, they, that's yeah, fair. they're friends. Yeah. yeah, I don't get smarter and friendlier when I drink. I just, <laughs> I just get a little more honest. But when you there say, like, as we've been saying, five years a whole bunch of times, and it's been sinking in even more because five years, while it did go fast, um, we've survived it. We've grown. Like every year has been better than the previous, and that's 
I mean, knocking on wood right here because that's just been, you know, it's it's incredible because it we don't advertise. We don't, we you know, we we just try to do good work and leave a good impression exist. on the people we work with. And, you know, and that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that was another thing that I, I, I always am curious about of anyone that's starting anything anywhere. But obviously we're in Cleveland and, and, and I'm curious about that because there are so many different types of companies, nonprofits, anything that, you know, is like something Cleveland. Like, how do you, I think you just answered the question. It's just, you just, you, you have some good relationships and good partners that recommend you and you do good work, but you still have to kind of set yourself apart, especially now. And I'm speaking for myself and not just the general public. <laughs> when you think of the short attention span that people have, yeah. Yeah. um, whether it's, you know, trying to find a new business or a new partner. So, or, or just trying to find anything. Yeah. So if you had to, and, and not to put you on the spot, but I am curious, like what is like you run into someone and, you know, I know you, when you're starting your own thing, like when I tell people what I do, it's the dumbest. I'm hoping they just <laughs> won't ask me a follow-up question, <laughs> you know, but with you guys, it's different because you like what you do. There's passion behind it. So what is your... What's your two sentence? Here's what we do when you come across somebody. And Delaney, <laughs> I think it's going to be you, not just because of my gut feeling, but he pointed at you. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Um, so kind of our elevator pitch that we give is um, Shape is a educational nonprofit. Um, we are a full service video photo production company. Um, the reason we're a nonprofit is because everything we do is rooted in education. So um, that means we have our main staff of individuals who are experienced in film and photography, have worked in this, know how to create content, followed up with our educational support staff, which is high school and college interns who are looking to gain experience in those fields. Okay. So whenever we have a shoot, um, it's myself or Pat or one of our, you know, partners who works in freelance um, and, and comes on for a specific job or something like that, um, kind of running the show and doing the main core of things. Now we've got our production assistant, Crystal, who's been with us for a number of years, um, and we can confidently, you know, send out to film an interview or cover an event or something like that. Um, but then we have interns who are learning in film and photography, have interest in it, and really trying to get their feet wet and That's absorb great. as much as possible. So And just like that, educational, I would ask a follow-up question to that because I do want to know more yes. about that. But most, So how many interns do you have? Um, we, it's funny because our, I want to know who your favorite is, by the way. Oh, of course. That's the only reason I'm asking. Oh yeah. So we, we just had, we had like eight or nine before and then everyone went off. They were all seniors in high school and they all started college. So we lost them all and we're very sad because we missed them very man, much. But I got, I got to tell you, man, that just wasn't a thing when I was in high school. It really wasn't a thing when I was in college. Yeah. Granted, no one was really trying to offer me this job, but still <laughs> it, that is something that I, I, I feel like it's gotten better at. Yeah. And you're trying to not necessarily like guide high school kids, but give them more options. Like, I still think there are problems in trying to pre prepare high school kids for the next level. Yeah. Whether that be, I think financial for sure. Right. 100%. Because it's still just a goddamn free for all with credit cards. Right. I don't know why yeah. someone doesn't just be like, guys, stop doing that. Please stop. You know, and, it's, yeah. and I'm not blaming them. Yeah. You know, man, people still love that buy now, pay later shit. <laughs> um, but it's a it's a it's a good opportunity for that and again i think obviously it changes with the times right. you know with each generation it's different and now you guys are offering something to people in high school that really want to do that and yeah. i think that's great and i mean you have that many interns that's fantastic the coolest thing about it too is we have we've had experiences with interns who will intern with us for a year and be like 
hey, turns out I learned I don't want to do film and photography. Good. Like, Carly is the perfect yeah. example of that. I absolutely adored working with her. She's one of the coolest and funniest, you know, 17-year-olds I've ever met. And she looked at me and she was like, I'm going to go to Eastern Michigan and I'm going to, like, study animal science or environmental science or something. And I was like, that's dope. Great. Go do that. That's awesome. I was like, but now you have this sweet skill set that if you got a job somewhere, you know how to run social media or you know you know you have these other things under your belt. It's transferable skills. Yeah, even exactly. if you don't do shit with it. Like, it doesn't matter. You have another skill set and yeah. that's so valuable to have. Completely like, agree. Try exactly. not to swear, though. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a problem. Um, but it's, you know, we, we, we have children. No. Uh, but that is they're, they're transferable. Like, no. th- those are... These those types of skills are going to be there's so many jobs where you need that and it's only going to become more of a necessity. Exactly. Well, and, and we're already seeing that. And yeah. that's that is my, my day job. I'm a career and technical education teacher. And that means we were trying to teach like actual job skills, but with a potentially a college pathway as well. Sure. So but, you know, the, my program is two years. They come in as juniors every day for two hours and then their senior year. They come two hours only Monday, Tuesday and are required to intern three days a week. So those that are part of the program um, will intern essentially report to Delaney. So there's a nice separation between me being their teacher and participating in something like shape. Um, But I always said, and I tell the students every year is like, you are part of something that is much better than you even know it because you're going to have an idea of what the job market might be like or what the, what just not even in this related industry, but just jobs in general, because they don't hand them out with your diploma when you graduate Mm -hmm. and you got to figure that out. And so I don't think traditional high school didn't for me prepares you for what you should be doing when you yeah. get to college. Completely agree. It's just a stall. It's right. just like, all right, well, you'll figure it out later. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so by after seeing that need and, and conferring with Delaney, we're like, well, I think we can do that for what we're trying to do, yeah. but also achieve our own goals because we both are photographers. We're both, you know, storytellers, even though, you know, we're both love filming what we for what we do and so specifically for our clients. Yeah. And, and that's something that this enables us to be able to do that. I, I do. I, I love that. And it's funny when I think about those things, you know, the, it's always that looking back 2020 visions, high, all that. I just, uh, I really find myself disliking kids nowadays um, <laughs> because they have these things that I wish I had. I really, really did, man. I, I was just so, uh, I don't know. I just, all, all this information, I know people say some information is, is too much, but to be able to do, like, this was not an option for yeah. me. Sure. It wasn't. I didn't no. realize like there was a creative thing that I even wanted to do until I was like 23. And I think there's so many more. And it's great. Right. I think there's so many more programs and things that are being pushed for like career technical and yeah. like learning and figuring totally. that kind of stuff out at a young age because it like going off to college and being like declare a major. It's like what? How do yeah. I know at 18 what I don't even know like what kind of cereal I want to eat today like I'm supposed yeah. to make a decision for life like yeah. what I is got this? lost today and I had <laughs> to decide my career <laughs> yeah I don't know my way around this building well and also like creative now is not the starving artist title that it had correct even 15 years ago yeah you know creative yeah. now it's it now it's it's the now that's the mainstream corporate yeah man there are teenagers that are literally building empires oh my God. from an app on their phone. I mean, we, like the creative is now an incredibly viable, if not the preferable option. Yeah, we have, it's funny because we've had that like TikTok, Instagram reels conversation with 
80% of our clients lately. Like they're like, okay, they apparently everyone's doing vertical video. Instagram's pushing video. I sat down and tried to make an Instagram reel. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. I was like, this should be easy. The, oh. I don't, and like my, our 17 year old intern's like, I'll do it. And just like throws it together. I was like. You seen me and my dog trying to make a TikTok. It's well, exhausting. To I be was like, fair. I am good at this. I'm a great editor. How is well, this so hard? Well, I tried to do it. She called me grandpa. And then <laughs> she went to try to do it and couldn't do it either. And then we both went to our younger intern and said, show us. Well, <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny these accusations. When I figured out how to stitch on TikTok, you would, I, I. I thought I should have been working for Apple. <laughs> I mean, I was just like... I mean, that's a comedian's dream, to be fair. Like, you just want to oh, be able to roast any video you see. That has to be the goal. Yeah. To be fair, though, I am not a comedian. Well... I just want to be clear. I would, right. I would say... I mean, I'm funnier than Delaney. There you go. That's a comedian <laughs> in my book. Which goes yeah. back to surrounding yourself with people with lesser talents. I'm funnier than you are, so that's why I invited you. I really appreciate no, that. I needed the knowledge, the vast <laughs> I do love... I. Especially having your own company and you have to grab a 17-year-old and be like, we're stuck. <laughs> we yeah. are stuck She grabs today. your phone. She's like, done. Don't Crystal's call me like, for this. Crystal's looking at me like, I thought you were cool. I've like looked up to you a little bit and like, I don't really know what to think of you now. I'm like, yeah, man, me neither. I thought I was cool too. You're still just like. Right. I I'm not I'm, even that old. I, I thought I was a cool person. I forgot my password. I can't, <laughs> you well, can't I do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. It's, you know. It's not, I don't know if it's the equivalent of trying to remember your, your parents' Apple ID for them. Like, that's, you know, the, the quintessential worst. Um, but it, it is something that we we do find need that we need to not just be relevant ourselves. I mean, we, we it is part of our research because yeah. we need to be where the clients are too. So when our clients like, can you film vertical? Like, yeah, part of us dies inside because we spend so much time and energy and money making our cameras look nice, wide, and clear um but we also understand that we need to go where the client wants their content to go because right. you can't be an effective storyteller if it's not being seen where they want it to be seen or it can't go where it needs to go and and there are so many video production companies that like won't do it they're like we won't touch ver like we aren't cropping vertical why is that I, I don't because it's not what the cameras are designed to do and they're like why would i film on my phone when i'm like my phone is like just as good half the time as much as i don't want to admit <laughs> well, that and it's, like, well, I, I, and that's i'm it's interesting you bring that up because, like, I, I can tell you from, and legitimately, things that I have just learned, like basic facts over the last year or products, have all come from social media. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. If I'm watching Hulu and a commercial comes on, I go out, I get up and get something to drink or I'll let the dog out. Yeah. Right. I don't. I remember shit from TikTok. Like, like it's in a comically delivering way, I, that way people, but I remember yep. these things. And same thing with... Still to this day, one of the funnier things I remember was a, a fresh, clean tease TikTok yep. of this guy laying in bed eating pretzel rods. <laughs> and I can rehearse the whole, I could do the whole thing word for word if I had to oh right now. Every God. time it comes on, it makes me laugh. And I remember the brand. Like, that is oh, yeah. the way to go now. And that's, if they're like, well, that's just for the younger generation. That younger generation is going to become the older generation eventually. Right. I mean, I just spent $100 on something I saw on Instagram that Delaney doesn't know is on its way. And then she's going to be really excited about. She's going to look down at me at first. And then she's going to be super excited when she like realizes she gets one for herself. Um, so, but I can't imagine what you could have bought. But I never can, to be fair. Yeah. He's like the Kickstarter Indiegogo king. Like, we'll back hey. any new product, oh, yeah. whatever. So yeah. I'm never surprised by what kind of packages arrive at your house. That's fair. But but with our 
going back to like as we try to reach with our clients like the beauty is is that we are flexible because we're also realizing that we don't know everything sure um and there are some companies like well this is how we do it this is how we've done it and that rigidity just like talks them out of work whereas we're like so you this is what you're looking for yeah we can do that and then if we can't we figure out how to do it and if we can it's because we've done it before and someone else asked something similar and so they were like, hey, can you live stream? Like, yeah. I mean, we know how. We just don't have everything to do it, and we'll go buy it, and then we'll do it. And then the year after, they're like, can you make it bigger and better? We're like, yeah. yeah. And then we've grown and grown and grown. And now we have a small fleet of cameras. We have a whole live streaming kit. We have we have really nice equipment that we've been able to pay for by just doing it this way where we that flexibility and you know i I don't know i'm just been really proud of what we've been able to do yeah in in that in this time that's a really really good point Uh, companies are and i'm speaking from experience companies will say well we're not really equipped to do that get equipped to do that right like that shouldn't be the end of the conversation you've never done it before or we've always done it this way is never the reason to not do something or to keep doing something and, you know, like now, I, I, podcasting is a great example. Yeah. A lot of companies have podcasts. They're all bad, but <laughs> they are podcasting. And I think because it's an avenue, they're like, look, obviously people are utilizing this. I still think that the worst thing about podcasting in the corporate field now is it's basically a board meeting recorded and put out there. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I think there's going to be a, a different iterations of that where there'll be kind of like fun interviews with, mm-hmm. you know, people that have really done a great in their space or in their industry at the company they're just not there yet i think a lot of them are still too afraid to have like a fun company podcast and then instead they're just like tell us how you hit quota this year no one wants to hear that no (laughs) they just don't we hear that all day at work i applaud the effort um i hate the outcome and but I, i think they'll get there but i mean so if you're talking to somebody that maybe is reluctant or maybe they're coming to you and they want to say what can we do? What can we do? And you throw out all these kind of scenarios that we just kind of just discussed. They're like, nah, we don't really do that. I know when it's a prospective client, you have to not, you have to, in a friendly way, saying you have to do this. Or yeah. I'm not saying you have to, but everyone else is. So how do you kind of navigate that and kind of, how do you demonstrate that this is something that you have to do and that's not going, it's not a fad? I think there's a couple different ways that we've approached it. One is just showing other things we've made. Yeah. I think it's like visuals are an incredible example of that, of being like, this is what this, you know, nonprofit company, whatever utilized, and it did this for them, you know, okay. um, having kind of that data to support, but also realizing and show, talking to them about at the end of the day, like how much specifically video, because I think that's more of the type of client work that we've really leaned into is like, you know, about us videos is like people aren't going to talk to you or want to work with you or know who you are if you don't have some way of telling them and no one wants to read a website page anymore. Zero. And no one wants to watch your 10 minute video. Let's make a two to three minute video because that's the only attention time that you're getting there. And so having that kind of experience now to back it up, I think is really pivotal to that at this point. Well, and coming back to what I mentioned earlier, but people being superficial um, is the fact that when you see something and you see its level of quality, that perceived level of quality gets related to everything they do. 100% so if agree. you go to a restaurant and they hand you like this ratty old menu, you're like, what's your kitchen like? 
Like, you don't even know, like, if this is where your menu's looking like, like, what's your, or they have a horrible website, it's because they didn't invest in the different areas and the avenues that people can discover them. And so that's why I think, like, certain Kickstarter campaigns do well if they have a really well-polished video because it shows to the potential, you know, donor or investor that that perceived quality is being attached to everything. And so when you see yeah. a video that's got, like, poor audio, it doesn't matter how good it looks if you can't hear it. It doesn't matter how... Completely you... agree. Yeah. And so when we show them why all these dots are connected, whether it's shot vertically or horizontally, or it's it's a quick thing for Instagram, or it's something that's lit up on their website, that perception of what they're putting out there relates to their whole company across the board right. and, and whatever products they're offering. And so once they realize that, either if they didn't realize it before they called us or they realize it after we've explained it to them, then the conversation will always continue because that's what they need. And, and people that try to like, well, I can do a lot on my phone. Like, yeah, you can, but I could probably file my own taxes, but also I don't want to be audited and I don't want to like, I want to, there are people that are trained to do a thing. You know, I'm not going to yeah. perform minor surgery because I saw a YouTube video on it. I mean, I've tried it. It doesn't work well. Um, but, you know. But you tried. I think that's I, what's important. I tried, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. I have nine toes, but no. Um, and, but, I, I 100% agree. Like, yeah. like take as an example, take take your favorite actor, your favorite musician, your favorite comedian, your favorite whatever. Mm-hmm. They start a podcast. They start a live stream. And you go to it and you're excited and the audio is terrible. It doesn't matter who that person is or what you think yeah. about them. You're like, I can't. I'm not trying to competitive listen right now. I'm not yeah. going to. You turn it off. Well, that's kind of what it that's is. So like, true. The when you think about like uh, back to like more social media, anyone that does a reel or does a TikTok, we kind of take for granted when it's done well. Sure. Yeah. Because in a way, we kind of just expect it to be. We expect right. it to do really, really well. We expect it to be easily digestible. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you come across something. You're like, I can't. This is grainy. I can't see it. I can't hear it. I don't care. I think those little things matter, even though they don't matter to us when we're watching something that's already professionally and well done. Yes. Yep. Then we can start absorbing the content and the product, but we can't if we don't like the quality of the way it's being presented. Oh, yeah. It's a small <clears throat> thing. And at the same time, it's a huge thing. No one notices it when it's done well. They all notice it when exactly. it's done bad. I was just going to say yes. that. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. No, it's, yeah. a, it's a thankless job unless you do it wrong or poorly. Yeah. And then you're like, you hear about that. And that's why watching major movies is the worst with friends who work in film because it's just pointing out what isn't done right. And you're like, I just wanted to watch The Avengers and now I'm sad. I I think, uh, yeah, I'm not great at that either. We we just finished uh, The Devil in Ohio. Oh, Oh, yeah. What a pile of shit that was. (laughs) It was like... And you're ready for it to be awesome. I was... uh, the, The preview... Whoever did that preview is top notch. Trailer yeah. editing, man. It's that, crazy. Whoever did that preview, they were like, man, there's like 11 minutes worth of good stuff in this eight <laughs> episode series. And I'm sorry if you were going to watch no. it. No. <laughs> I, I, I did. And well, it I was... watched it because it had, uh, what's the name from it? Bones? I'm a yeah. big Bones fan. And uh, But yeah, show was terrible. It was like if Lifetime did a satanic cult. It was just terrible. Oh, it was terrible. It was really, really. I know you're selling it pretty well. By the end of it, my wife and I were just laying. We got so far into it, we're like, "Well, we're obviously going to finish this," and we were just making jokes throughout the whole thing. Sure, (laughs) the whole thing was shot well. Exactly, (laughs) quality, all that, but unfortunately, because of how well it was done and the sound and the quality and the video, we were able to fully take in the product, which was quite bad. (laughs) No, but Uh, it's it's uh, yeah, it's cool to 
help these people because that's the other thing. Like we're a nonprofit, got it. So we're trying to we sure. we're at nonprofit because of the educational side of it. But a lot of the customers or clients or people that we work with end up, you know, have a, a, gr- a really positive mission as well. You know, when we work for, mm-hmm. you know, we're, right now we're working with a division of the Cleveland Clinic that's trying to get underrepresented populations cancer screened. Okay. And yeah. all their videos are, you know, a white doctor with a white patient and asking questions back and forth. Oh, thank God. And, right. And so you'll, now you, I'll watch the video. Right. Exactly. Um, and if you, but. Because at first I was like, oh, God. Right. I hope no, it's no. all white people. Don't worry about it. I exactly. need to see myself in it. That's and, all, the only way I can envision cancer. <laughs> and uh, so when these, with these populations that aren't getting cancer screen, they're like, yeah. we really need to like update our materials and update yeah. things. And so. We've been helping them with this project for almost a year and a half to two years now. It, it's a never anyone. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. Um, but the point is, is like we have our students that are learning how to do something that are helping the Cleveland Clinic hopefully get people cancer screened so that they extend their life or right. save their life. And there's this full circle of like, how great is it that that is a client that is like helping sustain us so right. we can continue to exist, but have this almost noble mission of what they're trying to do. And right. we've found a lot of our clients are that type. They don't have to be. We'll help, you know, we're working with Destination Cleveland on some stuff and we're working with a couple other people that just have, you know, want to get their message out. Um, but we also have these this handful of clients that are just in this need um, and we're helping serve that and it's this, this altruistic need. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, there's just so many layers and levels of this. And it's like, so it is cool. a, it's crazy. It's so cool for like, our interns who are 17, 18, you know, to yeah. be like, I get to be on set with, you know, our, we shoot with a, a Lumix S1H that is like a Netflix approved camera. Like people could go make a movie with that camera and put it like Netflix would be like, yes, this is high enough standard that we would accept it. Like they get access to this equipment, but also access to these clients that like, you know, Cleveland Clinic's not going to hire a 17 year old. They shouldn't hire a 17 year old to make their video content, but they still get to be a part of it. And the Cleveland Clinic knows that if we're hiring shape, we're getting content, we're getting yeah. good content, you know, um, and these students are, are getting a great educational experience. And it's, it's part of the reason why I think people come back to right. us too, is because <clears throat> they want to support our mission while we support theirs. Yes. Uh, this has been, man, probably like the, the most, I have this conversation with people a lot, like people in different verticals that, that are like, is it better to outsource to someone who knows, or is it better to build a department like within yeah. that knows? And I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I always lean toward outsourcing because if you're, I, I mean, just from a time standpoint, if you're outsourcing, you're finding someone that's already established and knows what you're doing. If you want to build that within, that's a longer journey. And I also, I think cheaper, I think in the long run. Right. I think it's way cheaper. You've defined actually our, our, our niche really, because we serve a lot of our clients don't have a department that needs to do this. But the reality of is, is they couldn't afford that department. So it is, it's, it's not just cheaper in the fact that it like, you know, lessens, it's the fact that they don't need to have these people on staff all the time to do a thing they only need a couple times a year. Agreed. But we also have clients that have a department that are overrun yeah. and they just like over and overworked. And so they're like, we handle their spillover. So the real answer is, got, is actually both. Yeah. Um, well, and the other thing too, is like, we're not trying to like gatekeep any information from anybody like we've had we've had clients who have literally hired us to be consultants and teach them how to create video content 
Like we were like, okay, yeah. here's all the equipment you need to buy. You know, we're going to come in four times and do different lessons and like helping teach these companies of like, here's a reason to not hire us for videos down the road it's and a- you can do it yourself. Like we don't want to keep that information a secret. I still, in my opinion, <laughs> I still think that even... You could put all the the, the, the mo- grab all the the best food, all the best cooking supplies, and put it upstairs. Doesn't mean it's going to be a good meal when I'm done. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And and again, it's it's. Do you want to teach someone, or do you just want to have the teacher do it? Yeah. I mean, the teacher already has the knowledge and the know how to do it right then and there. Both. First, <laughs> both. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> kind of what I mean. Like it's. Uh, I guess I'm kind of both now. Oh, you <laughs> yes, you are both. And, no, and, and you know, I maybe, forget I'm in charge sometimes. Yeah. And maybe some. That's actually the. Mark of a That's actually good why boss, we're here. By the way. This is actually an intervention. We just want you to know you are in charge. Yes. I don't know, man. Don't we mean like financially. It. Some things <laughs> yeah. are about to. Hit. Some things are about to hit. You're going to answer for. <laughs> and that's just it. You know, I've had the benefit of like my my undergraduate degree was business because I I told you from day one like I knew I wanted to start this thing. I don't think Delaney set out with that. When she started school, she was a film major. She's like, I want to film things. I want to tell stories. I was like, I would like to be Greta Gerwig. How do you, I make that happen? Right. And they were like, I don't know. Well, Go it, to film school. I said, okay. <laughs> and, and Can that, you remind me who that is? She is. She did directed Little Women 2019 version. What? All right, I'm, she on was in... I'm on your team. I'm on your team now. I know who it is. I knew <laughs> Have I you knew, seen that movie? I knew I knew the name. <laughs> yes. I, I did. I knew I knew she the name. She was just in Cleveland for that Noah Baumbach film that yes. was filming here. That, yeah. Yeah. She's cool as hell. I love her as a director. I was like, I want to be her. Teach me how. And they were like, go to Cleveland State Film School. I said, okay. I don't know why I went immediately to the uh, the small child that's trying to solve global warming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're talking about, and I'm not gonna even butcher her name. Right now, yes. you're talking about. I would also like to be her. She's cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I'm like I'm not saying that you know she's not doing good work, but a child shouldn't be your hero. <laughs> I mean, no, that's true. She's awesome, but different Greta. <laughs> right. Um, oh my that's god. Awesome. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> we derailed Pat's thought. I'm so sorry. That's your. That's your other job. Yeah. The, the back of her business card is perpetually derailing Pat, only because I get distracted easily. Oh, I'm the worst at it, man. I'm it's, sorry. It's amazing that people still come on. <laughs> I just. It's weird. But 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 to to like what Delaney was saying, you know. Um, if you if you take a step back from my perspective, this was something like yeah we wanted to do this thing. Delaney's availability became more and more and more, and she's I've watched her have more and more responsibilities. So it's been fascinating for me to watch because while I'm trying to wear as many hats as I can and and help as much as I can, I still have my day job commitments. I'm you know I, I have the things I need to do. And then when Delaney took this risk, I mean I wanted to be known like I understand the risk she took by graduating from school and saying yes I will alongside with you go on this journey uh that is this company because this is her everything this, yeah. i mean this her every paycheck everything that we do this is her life and i i've had to take that responsibility that respect and and try to you know take care of it and try to <laughs> respect that and make sure that she feels confident in it but also as she's grown her responsibilities have grown too so when she's recognizing only right now that she's also a teacher in this and she's She's a role model of these interns. Right now, I'm the only guy that works at Shape. Like, everyone is at these a bunch of these ladies that just look up to Delaney. And I'm like, hey, I'm here too. Let me know if I can be helpful. They're like, just just go back in the corner. It is. Well, we took <laughs> we took team photos just last week. And they, like, put me started with me in the middle. And then I slowly was, like, going into the back corner. And then I was like, why don't you just take the photo? <laughs> like, more oh, yeah. to the yeah. left. More to the left. Yeah. Circle around and hit Good, good. Now hit the button. Um <laughs> 
And and it's a cool thing for, like, I love that. And I have to almost, like, remind myself, like, man, this is not the norm in the film industry yet to be in, like, a crew of all women. And I, like, want that to be the norm. But it no, is so you know, it's a, rare. It's not. Yeah. It's not. There's a lot of things where that's not the norm. It's just, it, but it's becoming the norm. I think, uh, um, whatever, old guard, whatever you want to call it, kind of still dying out. Yeah. And I think, like, when you're looking at anyone that's, like, 40 or below, and a lot of other people, obviously not just them, it's just, it's... It's, it's not something that I think people are flinching at anymore. Yeah. Which, it's weird to think people even did. Yeah. I can go down a rabbit hole of just, like, oh, God. Like, how... I don't know. It's and, just... I mean, and we still see it, especially in the film industry. You know, only two women have won Best Director at the Academy Awards. And you're like, man, we're in, like, the 93rd or 4th year of these things. Two? Yeah. Like, and yeah. there's so many that exist. And you're like, man, I have to, like... I literally have to, like, pinch myself and be like, okay... I like almost need to remind them too, like this, we're trying to make this the norm and we're working toward that. But like, you're going to walk on set and you will be in the the minority. Like, who are they? Hurt Locker and who's the other one? Um, Chloe Zhao won for Nomadland. Oh, like, that was what, a good two years movie. ago, three yeah. years ago. So yeah. good. I have such a bad concept of time now. Oh yeah. I really, really do. It, it, it's yeah. the time, everything. Pandemic. I, I don't. Pandemic I don't. life really. I lost Yeah. everything in my mind. I was like, that was like, like two years ago. And I was like. That was in the 90s. My brain <laughs> I don't, is, uh, I don't what's know. What's that thing in Harry Potter where they put the, their memories? The Pensieve. Yeah, that's my, my my mind. I just need someone to help pull the memories out because yeah. they're all in this cauldron of It's time. funny because you mentioned at the beginning of this the event that we met Stephanie from the Cleveland Flea. That you were like, yeah, it was the Doers and Dreamers event. I was like, that event was in 2017 and you remember the name. Yeah, that's You can't crazy. remember the name of a client we met with last week. Yeah. How no. is your... It's a shocking to me that the well, memory have, works that way. There are some things that I have down cold i currently don't know where i parked <laughs> and we're at my house <laughs> but i mean there are other stuff it's like i just know shit cold i can tell yeah. you exactly what happened from beginning to end for a four-hour period five years ago but then if you know my wife is like did you tell so-and-so that we would watch their cat you're like who are they you <laughs> just <laughs> it's weird never met that person in my life you just described delaney my relationship because i can remember stuff that just like how can you remember that and you still don't know like did you remind did you finish this for that client i was like ooh. it's not that i didn't want to it's not that it's just that <laughs> but it's i mean it's also you know we we both have very different responsibilities which yeah. is great we don't sure have, yeah and and so like I might be juggling like 30 other things in my head that I'm also trying to do at the same time. Not to say that she isn't, but I, you know, it's, it's different when she's putting in her 40 hours a week plus every week. And I'm like trying to give my 25 as much as I can and, <laughs> and be sane at the same time. Um, That's but. the hardest part of it, though, is like clocking out. Yeah. It's like I I had to start limiting myself to like a 40 to 45 hour week because I'm like, I will... I don't want to lose my love for this. Like, I don't want this to go away it by being happen. burnt out. Like, I mean, yeah, we're, what, only five years in or whatever, and that's so short, but, like, it can feel so exhausting. But if you're putting in 70-hour weeks, five hours becomes Ex 20. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah, I can't. Like, I gotta. And we've, that's a, been a really, I think, important part to us, not only for me being the full-time person, but as we're bringing on more people, being like, I don't want you working on this this weekend. I yeah. want you to have a weekend. Like, it's I don't very... want people to resent work. That's a, and that's a good and that's a, a, another aspect of not kind of moving into a managerial role, but kind of building it. You yeah. kind of know what it takes, but you also know what it can take to start hating it. Yes. And the work life and I think more mental 
kind of capacity and like burning out is becoming more of a thing that people pay attention to, especially after 2020. Right. But it's a good thing to be conscious of now because you, you can put yourself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Um, cause it used to be, that was just like, Hey man, got to get done. Got to get done. Who's working the hardest. Who's putting in the most hours. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, more often than not. And I worked with people. They're like, I was here till 10 o'clock last night for the last two weeks. I'm like, then you're dumb. Right. right? Exactly. Have, you occur- have it occurred to you? Maybe you're not good at your job and it takes you longer to do shit. Cause I left <laughs> at six. <laughs> I still got everything done and I yeah. went home and had dinner. How come I haven't been fired and I leave, I leave five, four hours before you every day. <laughs> Like, you're doing something wrong. Exactly. And, and that's our balance, though, too, because we are t- essentially a startup, if you yeah. want to think of it. And, so, and startups do have that time sacrifice that ends up being a requirement. I mean, right. it's, it's you know, realistically, you know, I, I it would be impossible for us to exist if I drew a full salary right now. Right. And, and so I don't. And that's why I don't put in full time, because I have a full time job. And that's been fine. And it's worked really well. Sure. Um, but we've both had to make those startup sacrifices for this to also work. And so it's it's sometimes harder for me to do the clock out, but yeah. I don't I don't mix it enough to where like because I enjoy certain things like research or whatever that helps say shape with something that I can do like while watching Netflix or something in the end of the evening. And Delaney's like, why do you send that email? I was like, because if I didn't, I was gonna forget about it and it didn't take right. Me Pat doesn't know how to just like record a reminder on his phone and listen to it tomorrow and be like, oh, I meant to send that email. I do, but. It doesn't understand me very well, and then I have to decipher it the next day, and I was like, what am I supposed to do with the tent? Like, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> burn it? What am yeah, I, I was like, to burn this tent? Oh, okay, that's to... what I told myself. Yeah, like, but yeah, I, I agree with that. I think you, there's, I had to draw kind of a line in the sand. I mean, when we, when we first, when I first became full-time, you were like, you have paid time off. I was like, what? I don't know. Like I didn't, I couldn't like figure out how to take paid time off. I was like, well, I'll just work. And you're like, but you're going to New York city. I was like, right. I'll work there. Like I don't understand. Yeah, and now I'm like, bye, I'm taking a week off to go to the Toronto film festival. Yeah, See ya. And that's, like, but, and that's the fair part of it too, is, is it, it is a labor of love. And we did start it as, as this small business, but we don't operate in an, in over, in an over capacity of the sense where like, we can't, take the time we need you know yeah. we, we we both went to uh las vegas for the for the nab conference and we had to tell people like we're not going to be available for a couple of days and it everything was okay but people had to know it's the most terrifying things. thing i've ever done yeah sure. <laughs> send it out at all out of office email i was yeah. like but i'm i can reply and you're like well but you don't have to <laughs> but again, it's, it's yours though yeah like i would put hard. i could i could uh, oh I if could, i worked for some corporate job i could take like, two weeks ya. off tomorrow and i wouldn't give a shit right oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd okay. get back like, what happened? I get I'll two and a half it. months <laughs> yeah, sure. off straight. Like, that's no, the beauty of being a true. teacher. Like, yeah. I leave at the end of May and I come back in August. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot I even have this job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's been seeing with, with her growth, too, is she is taking that time for herself. She is learning that, like, because this is essentially not your first job. You've had other jobs. But, like, your first big like full you can time call it a big girl job. It's my first right. big girl Your job. Your first big girl job <laughs> is my first wh- job out of college. Like I started exactly. my own organization. It exactly. Was like, Man, this was risky. How many people get to say that they've? I feel like such a failure right now. What's <laughs> Please okay? Please don't. No, it's okay. Well, <laughs> that was two very different reactions. She was like, "You shouldn't." You're like, "It's good." It whatever. happens. I can't help you know? the way you feel. <laughs> uh. But but that's just been you know again from. My, my role with everything is to watch that because I also don't want people to burn out. You know, I, I have to make sure I can watch because it, it's it's a legitimate concern is that we're overworking people. We're trying to, but we're, we're, we're building this plane while flying it. And the beauty is we can 
build it however we want it, fly it however we want it. But now that we have these more and more employees that were coming along with us, we're like, all right, we better make sure like we're we, we should probably stop and ask directions maybe just so <laughs> we know we're all going the same place. Yeah. Um, but it's so fun. Like as much <laughs> as like today was a really great and stressful day, and at the end of it, I left. And I think I said to you, I was like, today went really well. Yeah. Like we were really pleased with. It's cool to do something right at work. Yeah. It's like really fulfilling for someone to be like, hey, like someone who's not us to be like, you did good today. And you're like, man. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, today was a high pressure day. We had to live stream and produce an event in person. So we had to run the PA system. We had to run the screens that everyone saw. We had the people watching at home. We had to run all the cameras. And um, we had people calling us in the middle of it, giving us instructions on like what needed to be done next. We didn't get all the materials we needed until this morning. I mean, it was just, but then at the end of it, we're like, we know what we're doing, and we did it well. We did it right. Look at that. That's let's remind ourselves of that from time to time. It's important to to take the wins. Totally. I, I, anything like this, you have to. Oh God. I mean, it, what? I mean, what has this everything turned into in the last two years? I mean, you have to be able to take wins. Yeah. I mean, there are days where all, I mean, I'm sure everyone feels that same way, where you're just like, my God, I've been sitting at this computer for nine hours. Did I get anything done? I feel like no one even knew I was here. It's it's a very it's a disheartening and almost like emotionally crippling feeling sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So when you do have those wins, you got to take them for sure. Oh yeah. I do mean, you, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you feel that way with like talking to people? Like, do you ever oh, like get done? Talking. Do you ever get done with one of these though and be like, that one was awesome, or like, man, that was a weird yeah. conversation. Like, uh, hey, we've I've gone on record multiple times. Only two of these. I wish never good. happened. Oh, really? Gotcha. <laughs> oh, you good. put only two Dang, No, Pat. I was asking. Screw you. I was asking your opinion. This is between us now? Pat's well, gone. No, I, honestly. <laughs> I have, that what I said? I have had, like, I, I, I think I mentioned it before we were recording, uh, before you realized that I've done more than two of these correctly. But the, um, I, I mean, I've made friends through this. Yeah. Sure. Like, and I legit, I was just like, I'm 40. I'm never going to make friends again. The friends I have, that's it. I'm at capacity. I'm not going to meet anyone else. I was cool with it, too. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I've met, I've collaborated with other people on other stuff. I've helped kick other things off. I've done live comedy shows. I have just kind of helped other people produce things. I've met people like this. Yeah. I met you guys because of someone that I met because of someone I met. Sure. Right. Like that. Like, no, I mean, I, I've walked out of most of these just like, I'm so glad I do this. Right. Because I yeah. just want to kick myself in the teeth after every workday. And then <laughs> I get to, you know, leave that seat, come to this seat. And I get to talk about stuff like this. That's and so then cool. I've been introduced to other things to try to do other work and maybe do other shows and things like that. Yeah. But no, I've, I've had, I, I get surprised sometimes because sure. I can't believe how well they went. You know, some <laughs> people are kind of, it's harder to kind of pull them out of the shell. Yeah. And that's again why I do like an hour and a half to two hours. That right. way yeah. it takes some people some time. Other people come in just fucking firing. Right. right. You know, and, uh, but no, I mean, very rarely, very incredibly, incredibly, frighteningly rarely have I been like man i wish i never met that person <laughs> and not and not in a way where they were bad it was like that just didn't we didn't click it yeah. just doesn't translate yeah. sometimes yeah and it's a gamble every time oh yeah i don't know i didn't know you two before right. an hour ago i've never met you before sure. yeah um and we it's at kind least of had on like me. A, a rolodex of like okay let's see like who this guy is we could go through your podcast and be like oh Haley was cool and she came like that's yeah, probably a good sure. sign and, like and you know i, I I treat it as work, but work that I like. The oh, logistics yeah. of it is the worst. It's just trying to schedule. That's yeah. the worst sure. part. Because um, most people are doing not nine to fives. But no, I've uh, 
I and I kind of take it upon myself. I have to make these go well. And when I say make, I mean it is on me. I have sure, to kind of lead and guide yeah. it. I don't just like sit back and be like, "Hope you brought your A game." I'm fucking tired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? I mean, it is still on me. And if I do what I'm supposed to do, then it turns out good. Yeah, that's that. We definitely recognize that with with our clients because yeah. what one thing we we're working more towards is. When we work with the client, we want to be part of the creative process from totally. the beginning. Yeah, but that's be. not that's not always the option. They come to us with like, "Here's our plan, execute our plan," and we're like, "Okay." And they're you... like, "Also, read my mind," and I'm like, ah, "Right." That's yeah. Are you really... thinking you're an idiot? <laughs> right. I know. I sit so down to edit, same... and I'm like, "Oh God, I don't know what they want, and well, I'm afraid, and I'm gonna get yelled at." <laughs> right. Because sometimes the client wants to steer the interview, and then they're like, "Want the soundbite that they didn't get," and we're like. <laughs> Okay, well, we they didn't say that. Um, we we don't know how to does like CGI that I get person. I to puppeteer things together. That's she, my favorite. Oh my god! Thing to, I can make if you give me a soundbite interview, I can make them say whatever you want. It's wild. It is I can remarkable. rearrange words. It's it's power that I didn't ask for. Her, <laughs> you should probably get into politics. The uh, oh yeah, <laughs> or like corporate media. God, I, I think no. you'd be really good at that. Her ability to take. Uh, an, an interview that was just like Pat will be like man that interview went bad and I'm like I've got this and I, I whip know. out my keyboard it's not just that. Like, yeah. it went quite well <laughs> I, according to me this you interview you just haven't was heard awesome. the interview yet. we did an interview for a client and the person they had us talk to like cried the most of the interview and I was like how are you going to turn this into anything she was so nervous she was crying and then Delaney's like, I'm going to go edit this now. I was like, well, bring a drink. Wait, something. Your, your client was nervous? The it client. Was the person, so we were interviewing a teacher talking about how passionate she was about teaching. And she was an incredible teacher. And she was winning this award. And the second oh, we put Christ. a camera in front of her, she started. To, she was so nervous. She like couldn't keep it together. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I was that like, and you take, like, you feel sympathy. You're like, this is a really uncomfortable thing to do. But like, it has been 45 minutes. And we really need you to say like three sentences. That's it. Yeah. I prop and I'm like try and Pat's like your patience is astonishing and I'm yeah. like it's okay don't worry. If we had the money she would have got a raise right then and there. <laughs> Man, good for her that teacher. Right. That's awesome to see and hear. We played, probably not for 45 straight minutes. We played no. <laughs> the video at the event and she just came up to me after and shook my hand. She was like, thank you. Like she knew she was like I gave you nothing and you did awesome <laughs> and I was like I got you. <laughs> but I mean, is there a better it. compliment you can yeah, give? Yeah, exactly. No, it's true. Like, it's, I'm so terrible to work with, and my content's garbage, and you made and it you look did like great. I know what I'm doing. That is the greatest compliment that someone can pay you, it, I think. It truly it well, is. I, it's one of the most fulfilling things. That is. If, if there's one thing I could say to clients, and this is probably true with life, is that... Are you about to compliment me? No. Okay, good. No. Pat, this has been complimenting me too much, and it's making me uncomfortable. Um, no. Um, <laughs> I actually don't like it either. <laughs> You're being too nice. Please stop. Um, Let's bring her back down. Is we just... <laughs> Tear me down. <laughs> don't worry. Just wait for it. Thanks. Ride home. Um, <laughs> clients don't let us know if we've done good work. I mean, yes, the best compliment might be that they return to us, but we, we've, so many bits of magic went into making the product that we wanted for them, that we sure. created for them. And when it hits the mark, they're like, good. That's what we hired you to do. And it's just like those attaboys are just also just mean a lot because we <laughs> – we can creatively grow from that too. And so I guess my message to clients is, 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 and to anyone is to let people know when they do good work because it is important. I mean, we came in your house today and you were super friendly immediately and you put us at ease because you've done this before and this is a thing you do. And that made today go well. Um, I hope. When we, yeah. We'll, I mean, you can let us know later. Um, 
but but when we it's streaming right now twitter is torching you guys <laughs> and that's fair um, your podcast just ends after they this yeah. yeah they deleted it <laughs> he, there was actually the... never a guiltless podcast we yeah, don't know what happened they <laughs> shut down the internet this is an audit actually <laughs> <laughs> um but it, it's just and it's not that we need it or expect it but yeah. we just want people to know like those little bit of of props or just whatever is just very very meaningful i and... i i respectfully disagree i know you don't need it <laughs> right but that that should just be a normal part of business right. relationships anything yeah yeah you know like i mean <laughs> like i can go to a restaurant and i can order my food and i can never say please or thank you like yeah that's what i'm paying you for it's the same concept right. yeah. exactly i mean it's like you know i'm like hey this is really good thank you i appreciate it and there's like sorry it's taking so like i don't give a shit right i'm here because i don't want to cook exactly <laughs> that just means one more drink i'm fine yeah right you know but i'm not just you know or it's like not tipping like no i paid they're paying you Ugh. for that and i'm paying you for right. the food no i it, i it may not be the same type of thing, but in a way, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just I mean, gratitude it's a, in general. It's a, it's like, a pro- professional relationships can have the same components as personal ones. Yes. yes. 100%. Yeah. I just, I, they do. And I think sometimes that gets lost and uh, it's shitty. I, I don't really it is. care. I've given up on the no swearing thing, obviously. No, oh, for you're, your, yeah, please. Yeah. We don't do, we'll worry about for us. <laughs> well, I was more just like, oh, maybe they want to promote it on there, but like, we still will. They can't oh, yeah. if I'm we just st- like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> we still can. No, for sure. But, but I, I do. That, that's just a thought of mine. No, I it's do. true. And it's, it's not to say that none of them do or, the, or but it's, and, and that we're like in need of it, but I just wanted, it was just dawned on me how important that really is because, yeah. Like everyone, we assume people work hard at the, what they're doing and that they do it well. And, and you know, uh, I m- maybe more often than not, I'm supervising between some of our, our support staff and stuff and seeing them do the good work. And so when I see them stressed and I see a client still be like super demanding about something or insensitive about something, it's frustrating to watch say that happen yeah and especially because it's a completely uh, it's just unnecessary it doesn't need to have been that way mm-hmm. people are allowed to be stressed people are allowed to be you know anxious like th- that's okay but you also need to be a person to other people and and i'm not saying that's been the norm for us yeah and not the, at all um but it it just is i thought it was important to to note that how how far that actually goes in getting these things incredibly done. far and, yeah, yeah. Then, no that that's it it, it it's it's almost similar to what we were talking about, like the like the video quality. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. something you don't really notice until you don't get it. Right. You know, and all because you know, like in a lot of relationships, it seems like you have good clients, you have good relationships yeah. with them, and it's something that you not not it's not that you take it for granted, but you're used to it. And then when you come across someone who doesn't give you kind of like that same normal courtesy, you're like, the fuck happened here? Right. right. It, it's right. I think it's again, it, it falls in that realm of. I don't notice it until it's not there. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and that's not, and it's not, and that's not a taking it for granted. It's, that means you have great clients. Exactly. Right. And good relationships. It's why I think we've grown is because we always try our, our best to, <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I'm so bad at this. So it's, it's, <laughs> you're doing great. Th- think of it this way. Well, thank you. <laughs> Keep it Words up. Of affirmation. Think, yeah, I do. I do See? need that. I really do. But just, I was thinking of like, like say if you're having like a party and you're standing at the door and everyone's walking out and everyone's like, thank you, thank you, and then someone just walks by, looks at you, and walks out. <laughs> you're like. The fuck happened to him what at that party? What, you know? what went wrong? But I wouldn't have noticed it because yeah. it's like it's a normal thing that you do. Like, thanks exactly. for everything. Exactly. Appreciate the hospitality. Thanks for the drinks. All that stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then someone just like grabs their coat and just like, 
Yeah, doesn't leave their chair in or whatever. Like, what is that? Yeah, yeah it's, no, it's true. I don't know why. I after I finished with my first analogy, I thought of a more childish one. That was no, and that was but a great one. That's one that we all understand. Yes, because either social... you've been that person at the party or you've received that goodbye. If I've been that person at the party, it was very clear it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that's why I think we have grown is because we we do take our client relationships very seriously and we we're, we're yeah. and we're very we work at it. We do. I mean, none of it's easy, but it's also not hard to not be rude <laughs> to people and to keep <laughs> up those things. Like it's those little extra things and it's been it's been great. I I, yeah. I love the people we've worked with. We all know have our share of like more challenging ones per se but i thought you were so, about to say favorite i was like you can't name favorites I think you can name, name the one you hate though i'm yeah. cool with that <laughs> i was gonna say the reverse of that we can name our favorites we shouldn't name the ones we don't like that's fair um, that's fair but it's just like you can't name your, we can't name a favorite intern because we both know it's alessandra right no, absolutely so, uh, that's who i thought too yeah, yeah well, of course i actually not. don't even know their name but <laughs> right well i remind my well, I remember my sister that I had 100% of my parents' love for at least three years before she was born. And then she got to just share what they were, you know, had left over from me. Man, that is me. older sibling energy. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, see, I'm the, I'm the youngest. I'm the and baby. it's very clear that my mother loves me more. Interesting. I don't even think it's a... I think they've even admitted it. Well, I'm not saying that's <laughs> You're still... at a point where they can say those words out loud and it's They're just like, you're going to have to ask her if she likes you. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. No, no. That's fair. You're, I'm I, not and... saying they continued. I just reminded her that for a little while. I like I to was... think you were like five and she was two and you were like, did you know that one time I had all of our parents' love? Yeah. And you're like oh, this creepy toddler. It was that and I think six months ago I brought it up once more just for good measure. Reasonable. Just in case. Reasonable. I bring it up. I, I mean, I bring it up even... I mean, I can squeeze it into a lot of conversations. You could probably just text your family right now and just let them remind I them. I did earlier. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yeah, I'll just be like, yeah. I mean, I just, it's like, I was the fourth one. And I feel like when I was born, they were like, this is why we kept trying. Oh. You know? this, one, this one's cool. This yeah. one's fun. Yeah. That one's kind of lazy, stupid, annoying. Total package. <laughs> And Which means there. all was, and, does that and, mean and all the way up until the end of the sentence, I've done nothing but impress and and win my mother's adoration. Yeah, no, right fair. now she's telling someone about me. See, yeah, <laughs> she's playing your podcast to a stranger. And she's like, "Isn't he fucking talented?" <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and she it's only awesome. swears when she talks about me, right? <laughs> That's the biggest compliment in the world. Um, but it, it's been cool to have this just have previous interns we we've listed off you know anyone that's been part of our organization we keep them on our website as like at least past that yeah. way they can use us as a reference because oh we, that's awesome we yeah. look at ourselves as a, a launch pad in a lot of ways we couldn't keep every intern that worked with us indefinitely like except we need alessandra some, I'd except keep her, well actually. so yeah she's forever yeah she, she doesn't, doesn't know that yet but no she we, is. we've hinted at it um i've called her parents but we <laughs> We, we just want, you know, we want people to grow. You know, if, if yeah. someone is 18, 19, and they're kind of trying to make a name for themselves, and they just have a Yahoo or a Gmail email address, and they just send it out, they may not get seen, heard, replied to. Yeah. But when they see, like, shapecleveland.org, it does resonate a little bit differently. Just Agreed. the org part Agreed. of it is like, yeah. oh, what do they want or whatever. And at least it gets read and maybe responded right. to. And we're never trying to keep anyone from other opportunities. Like, obviously, you know, Except we don't you. want... Okay. <laughs> You're going nowhere. We, um, we, you know, obviously we don't want them working for another production company in a full-time capacity because time would be a problem. But, like, sure. our production assistant, Crystal, she has been phenomenal working for us for, like, two years now. She's with us, you know, nearly full-time is just as much as her, you know, availability is. But she came to us and she was like, I have the opportunity to spend, like, 
three to four months working on the LeBron James movie. And we were like, yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. I would love to go do that if I could, but I got to keep running this company. We'll be okay. We would love to have you. We would give you work for the next four months, but ultimately go take that opportunity. Like, you know, and it's happening again. The Marvel movie Blade is going to be filming here. And she was like, I got an opportunity that's like even higher than I was before. We were like, great, awesome. Sucks that you're leaving us for three months. We would obviously love to have you, but like, that's an incredible opportunity. We're never going to say no to, you know, growth and, and like going beyond that. Sure. And you always have a home to come back to. Like you can always come back knocking. We're still here. We still have you on our website. You still yeah. work for us. Like if you've got time on the weekends and you need hours, call me. If not, see you in three months. Like it's cool. Maybe give me a cameo in that movie. Right. right? Keep in touch. I want to know what's going on on a Marvel set. Like, but yeah. go work. Go do your thing. Go have no, other that's opportunities. Awesome. It's no, so No, it is. And I, I agree. And that also goes back to being able to get, I mean, what, what is the challenge everyone has right now? Getting workers. Yep. But yep. if you have, if you have a reputation of not just being able to kind of encourage growth, but you know, you know, I don't want to say allowing, but kind of allowing. Because yeah. that's yeah. what you're doing. You know, you're giving some foster foster time off to foster growth. There, yeah. that was a much better way. That's why you have a company, and I do this. The um, but yeah, I mean, that gets out. You know, people understand that. Right. And I bet you probably even gotten intern referrals from other interns. Then yeah. I'm like, hey, you know, you should. You know, this person's looking at they'd be a good whatever like that. And it, then it becomes a coveted role right. you know, that people really, really like, and you know, like a stepping stone platform or something sure. that they stay at. Right. I mean, th- there's a lot of opportunities and possibilities and, and people dig that and people talk people. I don't think people really understand how much other people will ask other people at companies. Yes. What's it actually like to work there? Right. Yep. That is a real thing. And people yeah. are much more unhinged now. And we're <laughs> happily like, it sucks. <laughs> no, it's true. We, we've, you know, we've actually had some of our past um, interns even provide testimonials or they've offered them to us, which has been great. And some oh, past awesome. clients. Um, and, and to that same part, what was Delaney's was, Delaney was mentioning about Crystal. She actually came to us and said, "There's actually this program at Tri C that I was interested in, yeah. and it, I thought like it might help me with like working with you guys, and it might help me get my foot in the door with some film stuff. Like, would you be supportive of that?" And Delaney was like, "Can we maybe help pay for some of that?" Like, yeah. we looked, and I was like, "Yes, that's a great idea." So we split it with her, so we could encourage her to go do that, and that's that's right. what we want to be able to to do. I mean. If our, our five ten year plan would be to actually have college credit for working with us, like we'd love to grow us into like adjunct professors and things, or like working with us actually grows it into a potential major or, or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but these to see these people grow, you know, picking on Crystal because she's going to love hearing her name mentioned so many times. She also times. seems to be the one that asks for the most. <clears throat> yeah, she's, she's needy. No. Um, she, she's the best. She is. She stuck around after she graduated. She's like, I'd like to stick around. I'm not really thinking college, and I like working with you guys. Would that be okay? We're like, yeah, it'd be real okay. Please. We, 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 please. <laughs> and then it turned into like, hey, I have this opportunity, and we've just seen her just, just grow into this, this amazing person that's making a name for herself and mm-hmm. is getting herself out there. And, you know, for me to watch, like, people like Delaney, like, inspire that in her and, and mo- you know, get, model that to her is just, like, I get to just step back and be like, wow, you guys are all great people. And I just going to keep my name on the business cards and, you know, <laughs> keep taking credit for stuff. But to see this growth in our city, in our organization, it's it's just, it's awesome. It's so great to just to have watch. Um, we're even being approached by people who have already graduated they don't even need it for college credit i mean we have rg audrey now is she's yeah. she's 
saw us and was like, do I intern for you? Can I apply for a job? Like, how does that work? And Delaney are like, how does that work? What should we, we do? We have to figure that out now. Yeah, like, so she's not an intern. <laughs> we still don't really know her <laughs> title. Love, but you played it off good. Yeah. yeah. She's like, any of you hiring? You're like, let me see what we have available. I need to go to the corner. And then we're like, like can we like, hire people? Yeah, like. We could do that. Why not, right? No one's stopping us. Right? What's wrong with her? <laughs> <laughs> why does she want to um, work here? Well, and that's just it. We've had people that are like, have careers that are like, we like what you're doing. Can I be a part of that? We're like, ah. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know we, if we don't that's want to possible. say no. I have no idea if you can. Yeah, I'm amazed. I am. <laughs> yeah, literally me every day. I'm like, man. I was like, I but again, whose permission here. do we need? But that is why stuff like that I think works, and you've had some success because I think because of reactions like that, yeah. they're genuine, and they're honestly they're kind of funny. Yeah, because they're you know you're almost like surprised. And still thankful that someone wants to come back and work right. with you, continue working for you, and wants a referral, wants to give you a referral. Like, even yeah. five years into this, yeah. you're still just like, wow, I can't believe right. that's great. We'd love to have that. Yeah, I think we're very transparent about that. Very, you know, yeah. like, we're trying, like, we are still figuring this out. We are still growing. Like, you know, we both have job titles that we put on our business cards, but like, I don't really know what managing director means. I just know what I do day to day and that it works right now. And that's cool. Like, I'm not like, oh, I got to fit this in a job description and like wrap it all up in a bow and everything's perfect. It's like, how do I figure out what I'm doing today? And I like, you know, there's, Good. there's a lot of I don't of know what I do parts. either, truthfully. I, I don't know where we came up with managing director. I think it sounded cool and like sounded pretty high well, up. Well, I'm so executive we like, director. Yeah. You're the managing director. And then Ooh, I guess his we'll is better. Yeah. Chris, his is better. We can make Crystal director. Managing? I don't know. The thing, <laughs> the director of managing. Aspiring <laughs> director? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Assistant to the managing director. There uh, it is. <laughs> but no, like, well, the, you know, the titles, I mean, yeah, it's true. You, I can start a company and be like, I'm president of a company. Like, yeah, I have no employees. <laughs> I work for myself. Mean? Like, yeah, I was president of my other company. What, yeah, that's... I'm CEO of Guiltless Media. Yeah, great. Congrats, You're killing though. it. Uh, you are. <laughs> Thank um, you. So the I've titles, <laughs> titles are, are definitely you know arbitrary to, to some degree, but they're also, as we've done with everything, taking it seriously, like our business cards and our website and everything is like, so as we continue to grow, those titles mean more because... Yeah. You know, right now Delaney is managing these three other people, and you know I might have an executive decision that I could make or impose or bring to the table, but Delaney's managing that. She's managing all those people. They report to her. Um, you know, they stood when they send me messages I'm like, "Why are you telling me this? Like, tell Delaney. Like, why are we like <laughs> hi? Like, How are you? <laughs> I'm like happy to hear from you and all, but like I don't, I don't, I don't." I don't know where on that project. <laughs> Even that, again, it's genuine when you're like, I don't know, I got someone to make an executive decision today. Yeah, exactly. I'll just, like, I just... You have a stamp that says executive decision and you put yeah. it on papers and well, slide it over. So I view it as, I mentioned uh, 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 Casey at Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that, that I think works for her, and there's a couple restaurants that do this in bars, is that on any given night, if I walk in there, she is barbacking, she's bartending, she's hosting, she's waiting tables. Mm -hmm. so you cool. wouldn't know she was one because she just kind of jumps in everything and they all yeah. kind of work together. And I'm not, I'm getting a similar vibe yeah. from you guys yeah. is that, you know, obviously you, you, you'll talk to clients and ultimately you are the decision, but you guys are also hands on and you don't. No one sends you an email you're like, do you know what my title is? I don't do this shit. Right. <laughs> like, I it's will not say, that. when we send, you know, a proposal out and it says, you know, CEO on it, like, people are like, oh, how cool is that? But they realize, like, it either came from one or the other. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 
the the beauty is is that we're growing into the titles we've given ourselves yeah. uh, as we continue to grow. You're right. We have to wear many hats. Delaney is our key editor. She is our key, you know, manager. She is key at all the different things. And while I, I share it in many of those things, yeah. it's and I have to wear multiple hats as well. I mean, there are some things I'm filming and I'm like, I'm almost 40. Why am I filming this right now? Like, how is this <laughs> something that I fell on me? Um, but it's what needed to be done because we're not going to just tell a client no just because I thought it was beneath me or something. Right. It's like, all right, sure. I this I have to wear that hat tonight, yeah. and 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 that's okay. Um, it doesn't need to be forever. <laughs> but <laughs> I think uh, I think my favorite moment of realizing like, oh, I think I'm in charge here. I think I'm like supposed to be the one running the show is on the Cleveland Clinic project we're working on. Um, Pfizer is actually a partner on that, so we've been working with some. Like pretty high up people at Pfizer, and I don't remember Bob's title, but this guy who's very high up at Pfizer, we had a meeting with them that day, and he called me before, and I was like, oh my god, I why do I have to take this phone call? I don't know why this guy's calling me, and he just like called me to chat and be like, this is like the run through of the meeting, blah, blah blah, and I was like, okay, and I was like, panicking the whole time internally. I was like, why is it? What's happening? Is he like, what? I don't know why he's calling me. What's going on? And I hung up the phone and I called Pat. I was like, I don't know why, but like Bob just called me and we talked about this, and Pat's like. He called you because you're in charge. You're like running the meeting. Yeah. And I was like, what? He's like, he called you because you're the contact and you run shape. So he wanted to discuss the project with you. Yeah. Like, no, I get it, but he called my phone. <laughs> like, but directly. why did he want to talk to me? That's like, because you're in charge. He spoke in my direction. <laughs> I don't what understand. am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> I don't understand. And I was like, oh. I think I'm supposed to make decisions here. Yeah. I think I'm the important one in this conversation. I was like, I'm on this call being like, I don't understand what you don't understand. <laughs> They're our client. They went to you. You're in charge. Like, huh. I was like, what? Meanwhile, I've got like two roommates and I'm working out of my bedroom because that was the COVID life situation. I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to run a company in these circumstances. Oh, God. Everybody was. It was a weird start. That was like more like, a, I mean, that's like, that was like 28 days later. Truly. I don't know if you I don't remember a lot about April in May of 2020 blur I was just drinking I, and watching TV it was I didn't know I was finishing a master's degree all right so it had, was wild you were at least still doing something. I don't remember anything that I did though. like I finished Hulu like I was done <laughs> It just, all of it. it just, Ask me about a show. Just, I and watched it, it thanked me and sitting, turned off. Yeah, I'm just sitting in my house, just like, well, it's four o'clock. I'm not working. Might as well start drinking. And it never occurred to me why are liquor stores still open? <laughs> I was just so thankful they were. Exactly. You're like, is this safe? I don't know. Yeah, that was I need garbage to go there. Time. Yeah, I it was so. It was, but it was so bizarre of being like, man. I'm like yeah. running a company out of this like weird circumstance or like finishing a master's degree and my roommates are all in different pockets of the house where the Wi-Fi works and we're like like little goblins on our computers yeah. working and we are just like all collectively walk into the living room and be like, so today happened. Yeah. Now what? What what, uh, what did change for you guys? Like if anything. Post-pandemic? What, what, what changed? Like when were you like, I don't know. I, I know that it was March 11th is when everything really kind of turned to shit. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I remember that is because I was in Florida when it all kind of fell apart. Oh, no. Swear to God, I was on a work trip, a work, supposedly a work beneficial, like, uh, what are they called? It's a stupid Pro bullshit. Professional development? No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> was it a fun trip? Yeah. Exactly. President's Club or something. Oh, oh gotcha. Love that. Um, and, um, <laughs> Hell no. And uh, yeah, I didn't develop shit down there. <laughs> um, we were in Miami. 
um, which I didn't like. But I found a place called Winwood down there, which is beautiful. The entire neighborhood is just graffiti, like hundred foot murals on every building. I I go back there in a heartbeat. But I was down there, and the th- it was like a five day trip. And on the third day, we were all in a hotel room. Like we have to jump on a call. I'm like jump on a call. I am pretty drunk right now because <laughs> I thought that was the point of this trip. And they're like, it's okay. We're all drunk. But then we <laughs> all started talking grape. about COVID, and I'm just like, hmm. I've been hearing this, but. Admittedly, I haven't been paying that much attention, yeah. especially in, in the last Florida. three days. And I was in the, the epicenter. <laughs> so, but uh, the day that we came back was the 11th, and that's when things everything. really started yeah. kind of falling apart. And then everything, restaurants shut down the very night. It was a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember coming back, uh, like on the plane, I'm texting my mom. I'm like, hey, it's apparently there's no toilet paper. Can you go to the toilet paper? I'll go and pick it up. And. Oh my god, I, I forgot know. about that. that yeah. was, so what a weird. weird Remember when toilet paper was currency? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just but like yeah. getting your groceries delivered and cleaning them up. And then we had to wipe them off, like yeah. wipe it off a banana with like bleach. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like now eat it. Yeah. Probably so, not safe. But what like what changed for you guys? That's a good question. Like, I think we we were still very much in a growth period at the start of 2020 where I was just starting to be full-time, but I wasn't really full-time because I decided to get a master's and like, it was was very weird. Yeah. It was 2020 when I was finishing. And so, but like all my classes were at night, so we could really operate during the day and it was very strange. And we were already working pretty much from home. You know, the biggest thing that changed for me is I had to work from home. Like I hit up every Cleveland coffee shop known to man in the time that I was doing grad school and running shape and doing all that. Had we built office at my house yet? We had, I think, yeah. we did a sick so we were in, we were in the, obviously the same bubble. We were in yeah. our COVID bubble. We okay. went, did a mad money drop at Ikea and built an office in the upstairs of Pat's house, which immediately became useless because um, the pandemic started. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, we, we still had interns and we would send them footage through Dropbox and be like, here's some stuff to practice editing and like kind of ride it out and they were all in school so they were like we're really just trying to figure out how to go to high school and we're like they were Let's just like, school, i was teaching online at the yeah time. and we were just like let us be an ear to listen to like we know this is hard and weird and everything and like there was really but we were really fortunate that we were in post-production for quite a few projects so we could still work and just do zoom calls with clients to work on edits and things like okay. that and we weren't yeah. really well, shooting anything new and the new content that did come in was all people figuring out how to film on their phones and they'd be like hey can you just edit this for us yeah so we're... we had a slow but steady kind of stream of things going on at least in and videos that were long-term projects and post-production and then when i graduated in may is when cleveland schools came to us with graduations and doing live streaming and we okay. were like so we really kind of we slowed so down. Miss, but it, I mean, so we you were much. working, but yeah. you were okay. No. Wow, I had a much more of a fuck it well, pandemic than you guys did. It was it was <laughs> weird because well, we were kind of afraid to because we were like, man, if we go dark, like we we're done. Like people are you're gonna so forget. Relative, okay, yeah, we were no, so new. I, I get that. Yeah, yeah. With, and it wasn't until that May when she finally graduated that we really hit the ground running. We yeah. were able. This was a side hustle for from seventeen to like twenty realistically because we did a lot of work with the fleet we had a lot of great clients when i say high side hustle like we had big clients like yeah. or, or, or great clients but it it was at that time we at first we thought hey this pandemic we're gonna be live streaming everything we're gonna be making money left and right it turns out like not that many people needed to live stream with good quality they were like whatever their camera had on their laptop was what they used they right. didn't quality was a thing that went out the window we're like oh maybe we aren't going to be as necessary 
Um, when the schools obviously asked for that, that was really great. And then what they invited us back the next coming years because the one standard that has sort of stuck is that people do want to do more online or stream more. So things that, you know, wouldn't have been streamed before now still are because it kind of set a standard that companies kind of want to continue with. Mm -hmm. So we definitely embraced the streaming and invested in equipment to stream well. Um, but it was, it, I mean, the, the one project we mentioned with the clinic, you know, we couldn't get into the clinic to film because the clinic was overworked and we couldn't have any ro randos walking oh, yeah, around the yeah. clinic at that point. Yeah. Um, so that slowed that project down, but we also knew it was on the horizon. Right. So we knew we could, you know, future work is such a, 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 a risky and necessary thing, mm -hmm. you know. That's been the big thing about without advertising is all our everything's referenced, everything's referral. So yeah. we just so we aren't in really in charge of our new clients and our growth. It's just hoping that we leave the best impression. And so during the pandemic, we were getting some really great referrals. Uh, For sure. Okay. Because I kind of want to give you one. I, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about it now, obviously, <laughs> but we'll talk when we're done okay. recording. Because yeah. I have I. I, I, yeah, I, just, I think I've, you know a lot of people. I, no, I've, just, I, I've had this thing in my head for like the last 30 minutes and <laughs> and I, I want to so bad. And you may even know people about it. You might even be involved. I don't fucking know. Uh, but uh, it's, it's I'll talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, what is so again, so you're you're five years in. Yeah. OK, we'll count 2020 just sure. for the sake of my <laughs> Um, the sake of what is the next five years? What do you want? The, now, I, and, and I'm taking out the things like I want this to be our full time gig. And we yeah. I'm, I'm not. And I, I think anybody would want that. Yeah. Right. Right. But what I'm talking about, like, what do you see? Like the, the company itself, like like culture wise, uh, growth wise, partnership wise. Like, do you have something like that? Like best case, not even best case. What is your dream scenario? Oh, man. Oh, I know man. yours. Yeah. You want to go for it? Go ahead. I, I don't know. I think on, on a smaller scale from, scale from what I know Pat's going to talk about, I really want this to be a place where it's growing kind of beyond me. And like by that, I mean, I know that I don't know everything yeah. about film and photography. I am totally okay with that. And I want to bring in people who know more than me and who can be better teachers than Pat and I and have those collaborations and partnerships. And that may look like, hosting events in the community where it's, hey, here's a discussion panel from, you know, five people who are cinematographers, production managers, whatever in the film industry, come listen to these people talk. And it's a fundraiser event or something, or they're coming and they want to collaborate with Shape and they want to be a part of it. Because the one thing is we're never looking for competition. We're looking for collaboration. Sure. So we want to collaborate with more people. Um, I think with that comes colleges and universities locally to look at internship programs and things like Pat had mentioned. But I really want this to grow beyond us and beyond our skill set because I think it's been great so far and it's been working really well and I'm so excited to see what we're capable of doing but I also know that there is so much more that it could be if we continue to collaborate and work with people and bring in more ideas and voices and things like that okay so hopefully yeah. yours is more Ferraris and champagne but go ahead of course no problem honestly it kind of <laughs> Oh, is it? No. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'll cut hers so out. So, Pat, yeah. Pat wants a soundstage. Well, for to, so first I want to echo what she's saying, because she's not saying she want like, outgrow me. doesn't mean, like, we need to fire ourselves and just let someone else run no. the whole thing. It means well, as we collaborate and as we grow, we're bringing in people that know things that we just maybe don't know yet or don't offer yet. Right. Um, because... Um, 
you know, the reality is too, is we are learning as we're going. And so like whatever hat we don't wear yet, we're figuring out how to wear that hat and how to wear it as well as possible. Um, but yeah, but, bringing in like-minded people that right. maybe like, well, like not to cut you off, but we were talking about when you're trying to find a client, is it better to build within your company what you need yeah. or hire someone that knows what they're doing? Right. So get building like-minded people that can maybe fill in the gaps that maybe you're not there. Basically compliment shape Cleveland the way you two kind of compliment partnership wise. Yeah, absolutely. So there was a book we both read, The Creativity Inc. And it's about the Pixar's environment and Pixar's culture. And it was very inspiring because uh, it wasn't very hierarchical. It was like anybody, their example in the book was like anybody can stop the assembly line if something is wrong. And there's no like just because your boss's boss didn't say you could. It was like, hey, we need to take a moment. I, I would love to help be a, a, a soundstage. I would love to have a soundstage in Cleveland, a large space, you know, partly the size of the IX Center where people can come here, rent it, film in it, bring hire people from within Cleveland. They were hoping the Russo brothers would have done that, and maybe they still will. But there isn't a place. Like that Greta Gerwig movie with Adam Driver was filmed in a Walmart at Severance Plaza, where you know that went that moved to another location. There isn't a space in Cleveland that exists that is large enough to build sets that is dedicated for that it's there's nothing and and so it's hard to grow the community and culture of people that are cinematographers and you know and and grips and gaffs and and pas and all these different people to to foster that here because they're they got to wait for the opportunity to come you almost don't have like kind of like that headquarters where maybe things exactly. can just be created where there's already a space already ready to be creative. Right. Because right. we know if there a space existed, we know how we would utilize it in the short run. Right. Now, there are definitely places that like build sets and things yeah. in Cleveland, but sure. there isn't uh, a community around that. There isn't a partnership with a local college or two. There isn't a headquarters, if you will. Right. Um, and there isn't um, anyone putting money behind that. And our goal or one of our hope, hopes is by being a nonprofit that becomes not an investable per se financial commitment but a donational donation type based commitment we're like wow we can help this school this school and this community of people grow professionally in this way and help the community of Cleveland or the city of Cleveland in that way if we built this 10 million dollar 30 million dollar whatever building these people would help run it. These people would help with the education. These people, you know, we would have all those different, you know, branches out there already right. that we could have that conversation and, and help grow Cleveland and that community. Because we have everything but a desert in Cleveland. We've got rural areas, we have city areas, we have the big body of water that looks like an ocean. We've got, you know, anything that looks like anything else in the world, Cleveland kind of has except the desert. And, you know, they can set extend a city to look bigger than it is or whatever. Mm-hmm. We should be doing more, um, and and Ohio can do more, and Cleveland can do more. I'm hoping Justin Bibb sees that and what power he has, and I'm hoping these creatives in Cleveland and these people with some of these pockets of money might see some of that too, but they're not going to just do it if someone doesn't have a plan, yeah. and we want to be able to have that plan and be like, here's our plan. Do you want to help be that plan? There's some governmental structures of the state level that I think also kind of have to fall in your favor. And that, right. that is uh, something that Mike uh, uh, talked about. Mike went that talked about when he was here. Things I didn't know about. Sure. The things that, you know, but he's well immersed in. He talked a lot about that along with Ryan from Transition Studios was not at the same time we were talking about. Things I just didn't yeah. know about. Yeah. That kind of have an infrastructure. So, like, the people that 
leave to maybe do sound work or video work to the, the, where it's almost seasonal in a way where sure. they're kind yeah. of moving in and out because the work isn't permanently in Cleveland. Right. right. They, they need some assistance in that, too. So I think things like that but uh, will definitely help and right. need to happen. But I love that idea where it's almost like a silo with different branches, but not like a privately owned one. Exactly. Where everyone can utilize it. Right. Because we want this yeah. to be accessible. Yeah. Very, very, very. Yeah. And we it, don't need a Universal Studios where the IX Center is. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> No, it's we true. need like almost like a film and television and sound and music commune where the yeah. IX Center is that exactly. everyone can use. Again, collaborate like collaborative yeah, 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 and yeah. working together and you know. We're I think never... there's a lot of like-minded people that do want to do that. Yeah, exactly. it's, kind of... it's just a matter of like bringing everyone Agreed. together. Very and much. That yeah, and of course all those you know governmental things. That right. Come like that. And, and then the Ferraris and champagne. Of course. Exactly. Well, what the fuck are we doing here, guys? Exactly. Yeah. If we're not driving around in Ferraris drinking champagne. <laughs> I mean. It's true. Simultaneously. Well, all right, fine. It's more progress. Uh, Tesla drinking. Sure. There yeah. Drinking, you know, LaCroix. <laughs> no, but it's. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think having, having it be a nonprofit educationally based thing, then you're not worried about the investment in the same way. Sure. Because someone's going to need that return if it's like right. a, I built this building. I need my money back in X amount of time. That isn't as feasible. But if it's like, I'm going to build this building because all these different things will then happen as a result because I have the money to put my name on that building, yeah. then like then all of a sudden that's a The other way is 100% not feasible because right. then you're looking at like quarterly returns. And that's a right. business. Yep. And when things like this, that you, you can't project when movies are going to happen. You can't project when sound stages are going to be utilized because it's right. like in a more creative space where you you can't say every year we're going to get X amount of money right. from this type of movie. That's not going to happen. Unless you get a show. If you can get a show like that staples in your area, mm. then sure. you know you have possibly season Maybe like a, a, season. Yeah, like a, yeah. yeah if, I see what you mean by that. Um, those can change a city. And, 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 and we almost had one. Uh, Ohio lost it when we talked about reducing or removing the tax credit. We had a show that was going to be made here and possibly build something around it. And I was like, we might get rid of the tax credit, which we didn't. But even talking about it, the Rooster Brothers originally moved Cherry out of, oh, yeah. of Cleveland. And that show moved out. And, and then Rooster Brothers eventually came back because they have a, a, a an invested interest here. But the show didn't. The show was, a, I think it was a Hulu show, I want to say. Oh, or it was Game like, of Thrones. Yeah, it was, was in Bay Village. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were going to shoot Bay, uh, Game of Thrones in Bay Village. It was a very like, different look. I think they, it was. I think what they did that was right. That season would have, yeah. yeah. You looked at me like I knew the answer, and I was like, I, I'm not going to say. I, don't, <laughs> I was just seeing I don't need people fact-checking me later. I don't know. <laughs> Again, you had another why am I in charge moment. Right? <laughs> I like, oh, oh, panic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know things. That's fine. This parachute's a backpack. But, but yeah, that's that's what we're really hoping for, yeah. for us to help be that change, if we will, or be in no, that area. I love that. I, I do. You know, it's a it's a common question that you talk to people in a business realm, in a creative realm, anything, music. Like, where do you want to be? What's your plan? Yeah, what is your plan? And I don't mean that in a what is your plan, like when your dad sits you down and was like, you fuck off a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is your plan? Right. It's, it's more of a curiosity question. Yeah. It's where do you want to be? I mean, we all know where we want to be, but you know, you've been doing this for a couple of years now and I, you understand the landscape, the client base, what's real, what's not, what's feasible, what's kind of a pipe dream, what's more of a, you know, what's attainable, what is attainable, but more long-term. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people, when I ask them those questions and then there's never really a wrong answer. Right. Some are, I am, today's not even done. I can't think about tomorrow. Yeah. Others are like, you know what? I can't stop thinking about what I want to do 
in three or four years, and I think yeah. I, I want to be here. Yeah. I'm not saying that I will be. I'm not saying I have to be. I'd like to be. Yeah. But I want to keep growing, and that's kind yeah. of what it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, none of either of us said work was client based responses. Like our growth isn't just zero. More. That's yeah. and I, that's why I love the answer. Yeah. Because yeah. I, mean, I mean, like Pat said earlier, we've never been like we're marketing ourselves or we're like you know cold calling people like people keep coming to us because people talk and thankfully people have had a positive experience working with us so far <laughs> um and you know it's, it's brought work in like you know i i hope that that stays the same but you know we've so much is word of mouth and even lately some people are like well i googled nonprofit video cleveland and you came up and we we're like wow. you're gonna start getting that more uh, yeah. And it was like, man, we're meeting so many cool people and we're doing different events. We're covering like a marching band battle of the bands, like in a couple, like a week really? or so. Yeah. yeah. It's like a drum, it's like a marching multi-cam. band. Yeah. They've got like a bunch of HBCUs coming in to perform and all this stuff. Uh, it's out at Bedford High School. And I was like, man, this is something we never would have known existed or gotten to film. And now we get to do both. Like we yeah. get to see these cool bands perform and we get to film it. Like, and before that's awesome. anyone kind of scoffs at that. Think about how good those bands are. It's Some of these awesome. have 60 people in them. 60 people in unison doing a song. Oh, yeah. It's about to be sweet. It is. That's, man, that is cool. It's, yeah. And that's something, again, like, never would have known about, never would have thought twice about. And now I'm like, I am so excited to yeah, go do that. Very, like, this very is going to cool. be awesome. And our team is like, this is going to be sweet. Like, everyone that's gets excited. That's good for reals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As soon as they do a song that someone recognizes, put that on your, man, oh, yeah. oh, that's too exactly. cool. I get to fly the drone, which is always a good time. I was just time. about to say, I was like, Pat found out it's cleared airspace and he can fly and he's excited. Oh, yeah. Delaney, Delaney <laughs> gives me an allowance of one drone a year for Pat me to lose potentially. Nice. Uh, they don't roll over, which I don't really understand why that's the deal. But uh, I, it's been like a little I gotta while. I got to draw a line in the sand somehow, and that's it. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I think that's a pretty good deal. Oh, it's, it's a good deal. <laughs> a drone per year? Drone that's what I'm saying. Year. Well, only if I lose it. I can't. We can't just keep adding to it. If it flies away, like, like oh, you can't. Have, you can't have like have a squadron of drones. No, he gets to rebuy one drone a year when yeah. he inevitably crashes and loses the first drone. Well, no, I. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even view it as crashing. I would view it as learning. Thank you. That is. You're it's welcome. It's funny you should bring that up because our first drone flew away, never came home, and I don't know where it went. Um, what is it? Artificial intelligence? I can it's only assume. Like, to this, this day, we don't know. What we don't know where it is. Yeah, I was flying downtown. I was with a friend of mine, Tom from Aerial Agents. He was helping me. Um, Who, for the record, because he is a very qualified drone pilot, did not lose his drone. Yeah, Tom, Tom didn't lose, Tom his, drone. Didn't lose his drone. And Tom Tom's a great pilot. I need to make it said too that Tom didn't give me advice that led to me losing the drone. I mirrored some of the things Tom did. His drone came back. Mine didn't. Um, and so it was one of those situations. Uh, the only thing that makes sense is that it just slowly landed itself in the back of some pickup truck and is now like you know in Tennessee or something. Just... I'm going more the 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 Lassie vibe. I <laughs> think like it's just gonna fly home to you one day, and you're gonna be in your yard. You're gonna be drinking some coffee. You're gonna be thinking about the drone that got away, and then it's gonna fly back to you. And, you're, and you named it, and yeah. you're gonna be like Tommy, and it's gonna fly in your arms, and then you're gonna send a picture to Lynn like Tommy's home. She's like, "Who fucks Tommy?" I know. You're like covered in blood because the, the oh, yeah. drone like, caught drone. it in the air. Just... You're like, "Look what happened!" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. You're laying in this hospital bed with me, and you're and holding the drone. This drone. Just Trevor Bowered all over the place. Exactly. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh no. So that drone disappeared, but. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, you're a very talented drone pilot, and I'm glad you went through that certification process. Thank you. It has been fun. <laughs> yeah, it paid off. <laughs> <laughs> We've since 
<laughs> They've all returned since then. Um, well, I had a couple close calls. I know, but yeah. you have 10 drones and one flies away, doesn't come back. That's the one we remember. Oh, oh absolutely. <laughs> and that's yeah. why the story gets told on the podcast. I know. As well it should. You made the right call here, and that's why you're in charge. Thank you so much. See, I know. and that's a callback. That's how we bring it all together. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> so where can everybody... I know you're doing all referral, word of mouth, all that, yeah. and, and you know, but where can everyone find you guys? Well, if you follow us on Instagram at just at Shape Cleveland, uh, we have this little counter in our office that counts our followers, and we like to hear the counter go up. Yeah, so more than me. please follow us on uh, Shape Cle- at Shape Cleveland at Shape Cleveland uh, yeah, on Facebook it, as well. It uh, scares the bejesus out of me in the office when I'm sitting in silence, and all of a sudden I hear like a little ticker tape start going in the bathroom, it's, one of, it's like that alarm clock from groundhog day where the numbers slip over oh, it's yeah. that style so our number goes up it's a real bummer when it goes down you'll be sitting there and you'll hear it and then just number drops one and you're just oh. like oh like why is well, it like a gong when it goes down it's, like, it's just like the trombone like, like a, <laughs> a um, yeah but at shape cleveland instagram our website's shapecleveland.org um you can learn about what we do see some of our work Keep up to date. Send an email. Apply to be an intern. All of those things. Yeah, you can donate. We have the ability to donate. donate. If you want to give us some money, we are a nonprofit. It's you know we can write it off on your taxes. Um, Unrelated. You can also give me money too if anyone is so inclined. I I have a home, but I mean I need to keep paying for it. (laughs) A donation to uh, how do we want to the Guiltless Foundation. Yeah, we'll call it that. Yeah, yeah, that's that sounds that sounds legit. Yeah, yeah. I also, I really, I keep wanting to call you Smartless because I've been listening to that podcast now and they're too similar. Smartless. The Smartless. Uh, you talk more about Smartless it than podcast. I do. It's Smartless Jason podcast. Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean. Oh Hayes. shit! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those names are too similar. I'm like guiltless, not that the no. giant letter G on the wall helps, but I keep thinking it. Oh, look at that it's behind me. Yeah, that's marketing uh, <laughs> for a podcast. Yes. Being in the back. Um, well, cool. I, the, this was great. I really did enjoy this. Yeah, again, Likewise. again, this is this is kind of how I like to do this. Is that we talked about what you do, but I think your guys' personalities came out. Then we would deviate away from things that we were talking about. I can kind of start understanding the way that you answer, and almost like the way you tick to a certain point. Yeah, you can't really understand somebody in a ten minute interview. I don't think you can do it in two hours either. But no. you certainly right. can have a better grip on it when you're done with that uh so i was i I really do i know you guys are busy um so i do appreciate you taking the time i know you have like a three-hour drive uh, so we'll get you (laughs) out of here i was actually hoping i could stay the night we have plenty of couches and fucking rudy would love that (laughs) (laughs) but likewise thank you oh no of course of course we we love what we get to do uh i i have an amazing team and a great partner and we have this um really unique thing that that exists and again we're not surprised that people like to work with us and want to work with us we're just very grateful and it's it's always a pleasant um i don't know it's just always like wow really that's so great you want to yeah it's fun and we want you know we obviously are appreciative to be able to tell more people about what we do because it's really fun and really cool we like talking to people about it it is it's very very cool and i'm glad you guys had fun and i'm really glad you came in uh, for anyone that is even remotely interested, uh, Gillis podcast was nominated by scene. One of the best podcasts in Cleveland second yeah. year in a row. So Heck please yeah. go to scene magazine, vote if you want, or just vote in general. There are, there have to be 20 past guests that, that were nominated for different categories, restaurants, bars, different writers, different artists, peach fuzz for best drag. I just, please just, please vote for all of them. I really would appreciate that. I'm going to post 
uh, here shortly in the next day or so. And by that, I mean my wife. We'll post, uh, basically, I want to list out all the different guests that got nominated by Scene Magazine, but there are some truly, truly talented people, truly awesome people that I have had on as guests and have been nice enough to, uh, actually, and lucky enough to call friends that I stay in contact with. So please take some time to go through that. There's like 200 categories. You can skip some of them. Best adult store. Keep that to yourself. But there's some <laughs> other ones very, that are very, very viable, and it looks like more people voted this year. There's a lot of write-ins, and that's really awesome. There's some, even some other podcasts that are on there that I think you guys should check out. Trend Kill Radio's been on. They're amazing. I was just talking to them the other day. Uh, the uh, uh, CLE Foodcast, I just met her last week. She came on. Her episode's going to drop Sunday. Check out, there's just a lot of good content. You know, People have always said a couple times, you know, your guest have you ever worried that you're going to run a guest Fuck no. There are too many cool people in the city um, doing new and cool things, and there's more popping up every day. And I also don't have a problem having repeat guests on. So uh, <laughs> please check out Cleveland Scene and uh, cast your vote. Appreciate everybody listening, and really appreciate you too. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you. All right.